When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Get deeper. Deeper. (laughs) (laughs) You're a bad man. You're a bad man. Tony Bruno. Tony Bruno. And now. Oh, Tony Bruno. Stop it. Here is Tony Bruno. Oh my God. Hi, kids. It's already December, a December to remember, and I haven't even bought my oversized bow to put on my make-believe new car that I won't be getting this Christmas from Miss Robin. Hang on, I just dropped something in. Welcome. It's uh, Into the Night on No Filter Network, and as we begin broadcast festivities here from the Broadcast Center in Cape Coral, Florida, Miss Robin playing her tonight. Now, both of us, as you probably know, you know, went back east. Well, we're, we're in the east. We're in Florida, west coast of Florida. But we went north, young man and young women. We went up north. We went north to Philadelphia to visit family. Then we went to Maryland to visit the grandkids. And then we went to New Jersey so I could have somebody pump gas for me because it was too cold to go out. Actually, the weather was nice up there. It was beautiful. 11 days up north. It's great to see family. That's all that matters in the holiday season. That and Hunter Biden's laptop. And as I mentioned, Miss Robin playing hurt, but now because of heavy medication that I rushed out to CVS to purchase for her at 8.55 last night, five minutes before the CVS here in Cape Coral was ready to shut it down, I brought back all kinds of medicine. I have to More give- medicine than Dr. Fauci has administered during the entire COVID pandemic. And I have to give a shout out to something that I just discovered called... What's that? Sesame Health, online health. Sesame Health, did Big Bird answer the phone? Sesame, yes. Was it Sesame Seeds, like a sesame sesame. bun? I don't know, but it's called Sesame, and you can get telehealth with or without insurance. And I was in, we don't, I haven't found a doctor down here yet. Well, if you like your doctor, Robin, you won't keep your doctor. I learned that many years ago. Unfortunately, I don't have a doctor down here yet. And so I, um, I had to find a doctor. And I 
I just, I wasn't in the mood to go, like, if you if you try to find a normal doctor now, it'll take, like, three months oh, yeah. to get an appointment. Well, I finally found a doctor because I, I got my Medicare right. transferred down to Florida from Pennsylvania, and so we found a doctor. I got in to see him, like, two months ago, and then he said, don't plan on coming back in here until April. Right. Because it gets crazy down here with tourists coming to Florida, and they all go into the hospitals and emergency wards, you know, for, for help. When they come to town. Well, I skipped all that BS. I found this thing called Sesame Health. It's an online, you you sign up, you give them all your personal information, you click a button saying, I want to see somebody in the next 15 minutes to an hour or two really? hours. Really? So it's like an urgent care, but you do it on it's the phone? It's all telemedicine. It was freaking fantastic. Do they send you prescriptions in an unmarked package like the people they who can. sell Roman and all the dick pills on TV? They can if you, <laughs> if you are able to wait. But I was so sick. I was unable to wait. This doctor saw me... Asked all the pertinent questions. Saw me. She she saw me. She saw me over the. You know, oh, the I thought her name was Doctor Sami. No. Indians. I love Indian doctors. Some of my best doctors Actually, were Indians. Her her name was way more difficult. Oh. It was like Ogumajabadim in a way or something like Wasn't that. Wasn't she playing for Morocco in the World Cup earlier know. today? She she was amazing. And then she prescribed me, and and I was pathetic. I mean, you have to admit I was really pathetic because like I had. I had green goop not only coming, <laughs> coughing up and coming out of my nose, but it was coming out of my Gee, eyes. Gee, Robin, why so graphic? People well, are having dinner. It's a I, Friday night. No, they're not. Shabbat they're drinking shalom. right now. I just want to, Tony, get this. Tony had to, I woke up in the middle of the night, the night before I called the doctor and said, this is enough. I woke up in the middle of the night and I was blind. I could not open my eyes because my eyes were sealed shut. Her eyes were, uh, what was the movie? Eyes wide shut. <laughs> yes. They were crusted shut. Were. She looked like one of those horror movies, you know, so where the awful. zombie comes up and, yeah. and the eyes are crusted shut. <laughs> and they're sewn shut. That's uh. what it looked like. He had, to, he had to lead me into the bathroom so I could wipe my face off. Oh, oh God, man. it was awful. <laughs> so I'm probably going to lose my voice at some point or another, but I am heavily mad. Medicated. So you sound a little better now, Robin. I am a little bit better. Yes, she. You know, she gave me fantastic. I didn't realize it was that easy. I thought you had to go and call the call that Marge lady. No, what was her name? Marge, the woman on the Medicare commercials. Is it Marge? Margaret. No, no, not Margaret. It starts with an M, though. Everybody's seen this commercial. She's an actress, so I don't blame her. She's doing a part. And she's like, but I don't want to call Medicare. I already have a Medicare. Well, Robin's not eligible for Medicare. I'm already on Medicare because I worked my entire life for it. Now, everybody else who thinks they should get Medicare after working three years at McDonald's, stick it up your butt, in my opinion. Is it Maud? Is it not Maud. What is her name? I, I got to get the stream going here now. Miss Robin sounds like Bonnie Raitt. Well, just wait. I'm going to sound like um, I smoked like 12 packs of cigarettes a day. No, you won't get it. Because, you know, normally, like when I get sick, my voice gets really deep. But I don't, I've been so lucky in all the years that I've been on radio and TV that I really haven't had laryngitis. I may have a couple of instances where my voice was hoarse. But yeah. I never lost my voice. Me neither. And it's amazing because, you know, a lot of times I'm screaming and yelling. And so it's good to be healthy. And, but, you know, we, you know, when you travel this time of the year. And, and the, the good news is that, you know, we both have COVID tests, home tests that we take care. Yes, I but now there's it. so many different things. There's RSV, STP, uh, MMC, AOC, and all these other. The flu is back, Robin. 
Something that disappeared three years ago, all of a sudden the Joe flu Quill. is back, Joe baby. Quill's. When Miss Robin starts sounding like B. Arthur, Tony will break out the news. Adam Sandler wanted an airheads. <laughs> oh, there it is. That there voice is. is starting to go it's a little starting. bit, Robin. It's starting. Yeah. Not, a, not STP now, like liquid bowl now, bears. If I can start sounding like Demi Moore or something like that, that would be sexy. I'll get the pole. Maybe it'll make, maybe it'll make you feel better. <laughs> Remember the movie, Robin, yes, with Demi I Moore? Do. Yep. What was that called? Strip tease. Strip tease. Strip tease. Come on, right? Not stripper. Not stripper. Come on. By the way, <laughs> I have up. Nobody else can see it unless I put it. Oh, I could actually put. I could put a camera on. Yes, because right now, and again, this is a big story. I know a lot of people hate Elon Musk and whatever, but the bottom line is Elon Musk announced earlier today that he was going to start releasing all of the information about what happened with the Hunter Biden laptop right before the 2020 election when the story was released by the New York Post, but most 99% of the media said that they weren't going to go with it because it was Russian disinformation. You had every talking head, and we're talking about not just your typical schmucks on radio and TV, pundits. I'm talking about like high-ranking government officials, 20 supposed high-ranking government officials confirming that this was Russian disinformation. And they didn't have Hunter Biden's laptop. Now, listen, I don't care about Hunter Biden's laptop. But Elon Musk is such a big story now. So when he announced that he was going to release emails corroborating what we all believed, those of us who is, uh, you know, those of us who are skeptical and don't buy anything that the government or the media just throw at us, I, in particular, always want to look for facts first. I don't take talking points from the right or the left. I've done this my whole life. You look at a story, you look at the facts as you know them, and then you develop an opinion based on the facts. But since there weren't any facts released and it became a big deal right before the election, you know what I'm saying? The uh, People were like discounting this. But now all of a sudden, even the media had to finally admit that the Hunter Biden laptop was real. But, you know, fortunately for Joe Biden, they were able to censor it so that people wouldn't, you know, people wouldn't get upset and uh, not vote for Joe Biden right before the election. So that's what's going on here. So anyway, so they are being released. So Matt Taibbi, who was yes. a great reporter at ABC for many, many years, he is the one that's releasing all of these. Uh, he's actually doing a Q and A, I believe, right? Correct. Well, he's releasing it in a Twitter thread. Right. So Matt Taibbi on Twitter, and he see, he he entries his thread, the Twitter files. So now he's releasing it on Twitter, and we're not going to read them no. or bore people because we got like a lot of first, stuff to get to. The first um, several ones are just sort of giving – it's sort of like foreplay, just giving an overview. But not a good foreplay. It's like, no. all right, get no, to the get beat. To yeah, get to the, get to the heavy petting. Yeah, exactly. Get to the, you know, at least to the put the finger line. onto the blouse, you know. <laughs> Start unbuckling the bra behind, you know what I mean? But he, he, he talks about <laughs> how, they, how, they, how Twitter ended up where they were. <laughs> And he says that at first, you know, uh, Twitter staff um, didn't do any manipulation, but slowly over time, staff executives began to find more and more uses for the tools of being able to manipulate um, 
the algorithms and everything else. So outside, I blame Al Gore for the algorithms. When Al he Gore. was the one who invented the internet, that's when the algorithm was invented. And since then, we've 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 dis, you know we've devolved into an absolutely addicted to social media, and we can't get off our damn phones. So I blame you, Al Gore, not only for that but for global warming as well. Absolutely. Okay. Now outsiders began petitioning the company to manipulate speech as well, first a little and then more often than constantly. By 2020. Requests from connected actors to delete tweets were routine. One executive would write to another, more to review from the Biden team. And the reply would come back, handled. And so, they, and then they have the, the emails of those having come in from the Biden team. Celebrities and unknowns alike would be removed or reviewed at the behest of a political party. Wow, wait a minute. So you're saying that... The Hunter Biden laptop, which was obviously discovered at some guy in Delaware's repair shop, uh-huh. right? And people didn't believe well, that the guy— they haven't even gotten to the laptop No, I know part. that. But I mean, we know, we, what we know so far, since the story's obviously now been c- confirmed by the media that ignored it for over two years, is that the Hunter Biden laptop was real. Yes. Now, I know he's not running for president. We're not getting into the political ramifications of this. The story is that the media, celebrities— and people who worked at Twitter who were supposed to be overseeing tweets and misinformation and disinformation and dangerous stuff, mm-hmm. they were also in the tank for the Democratic Party to make sure that this Hunter Biden laptop story that was in the New York Post would not see the light of day. Correct. Not only on Twitter, which Elon Musk found out after he bought it and you know went through the books and saw what was going on. He's the one who said... Twitter managed to interfere in the elections. And he's saying that as the owner. And again, Elon Musk in no way, shape, or form is a right-wing zealot. I mean, he's probably as liberal as anybody you'll ever meet. But now because he wants to have free, free speech where everybody gets to say what they want other than hate speech or threats, now all of a sudden he's a bad guy. Everybody loved Elon Musk when he had the Teslas and everybody was buying their electric cars. Now they hate it. So you can do whatever you want. I don't care what you buy, what you do, what you vote for, what you think. I just tell people to think. Speaking of thinking, a man right now who looks like he just fell out of bed and drank a half a bottle of, of Miss Robin's cough syrup with codeine. You got the bedhead going, man, but that's some beautiful hair. Ladies and gentlemen, joining us right now, the great birthday boy himself, Luigi Curto. Put your hands together, everybody. Hang on a second, Tony. Ladies, I'll, I'll be back in a minute. <laughs> oh, okay. That <laughs> <laughs> don't make me laugh when I cough. Dude, what, did you take a nap or something? What were you doing? What's that? Were you in bed? You look like you just got out of, fell out of bed, and it's only 7 o'clock Eastern time here in, on a Friday night. Why do you think he was night? talking to the ladies, Tony Bruno? Hey, come on, man. I mean, what are you going to do? Uh, hey, okay. hey. <laughs> piash, they just, did, they, did, they, did they say, did you, did you drop the famous words? Uh, Dipiage. Oh, the dipiage. Dipiage. No. Well, actually, what I said was dipiage. I gotta go on. I gotta go online with Tony. So, but I'll be. I'll be back. Now I it's cold back there, right? Because when we were in town, the weather was awesome. It was like fifty degrees every day. You could go outside without a heavy coat, no gloves. But now it's gotten cold, right? It's cold as hell, man. It's cold as hell. I actually, just speaking about my hair is out of control, man. I'm actually, I'm actually going out for the uh, for the part of Bob Cratchit this year on the. Uh, 
13th and more for the, the speaking uh, of it cannot the worst thing we i i mean there are comb overs there's the trump comb over <laughs> there are comb we on our flight back i wish i had the guts i to know take a you should have there was a guy with the there worst was, comb over it was the ever. most insane comb over i've ever seen <laughs> it was a, like like the comb over hair part probably was three feet long but he had it Coming up from oh, the yeah, back it's, it's and then coiled over the top several times, but it didn't even cover the top plate. It was only like he had it like coiled around and then it was like sort of like a mohawk swirl. It's good, it was man. the worst thing I've ever seen. And he had it lacquered down, man. He had, you oh had, my God. He had to put, not pomade or pomade. How do you, why do you say? I used to say pomade. Pomade. Pomade, pomade now? Really? When did it become pomade? Is that like live aid? Pomade sounds like something juice. you would use to masturbate with. Not Gorilla Glue, Pomade. yes. Yeah. All I know is my sides are thicker than Club Onyx on BBW. Yeah. Excuse me while I whip this out. Yeah. <laughs> That's great Club Onyx. That's closed though, right? That Club Onyx on Delaware Avenue near the Walt Whitman Bridge. Shit used to go down there every night at 3 o'clock, man. There would always be, like, gunfire. And people would come out of the club pissed off. The chicks wouldn't hook up with the guys, and then they'd be outside fighting with each other. Man, that shit's bad. Yeah, it's just bad. You see a lot of 20s, though. Oh, yeah, <laughs> absolutely, man. Tens. You see no 10s, but a lot of fucking 20s. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> now, uh, by the way, Mickey Delaney, as you know, Robin's number one fan on No Filter yeah. Network, saying, Robin, your voice is sexy as hell. Why is everything as hell? It can't be cold as hell because hell is supposed to be hot. Why do we always use hell, you know, as, a, as a, again, it's not, a, it's not a religious thing because with me. hell is like the worst, I think like what hell is like the worst place possible, but then also, but then when you say it's like sexy as hell, that's like the best thing. Possible. Yeah, sexy as hell is good, you know, but hot as hell is, doesn't make any sense because Hell is supposed I to. I mean, cold ultimate. is hell. Yeah, cold as hell doesn't make. Now you could be so cold that it burns. You know what? Like you touch dry ice, and it's so cold. See, ugly that as you'll hell, sexy. It's it's the ultimate. It's like it's yeah, it's like infinity. Oh, that's what it is. What is it? That is, but that's a different discussion for a different time. That's what that is. Exactly. I heard I heard your opening statements over here, and then well, not your opening statement, but your opening monologue here about Twitter and what was going on, and, and I what I find it funny. Is that a company that allows you 140 characters? No, it's 280 now, Luis. Come on, man. 180. I'm sorry. No, 280, right? Has zero character itself. It's that's, that's ironic to me. That's exactly. Right. I mean, I go on Twitter to have fun and to promote the show. I'm off. I've been off for years. I know you I'm have. Off. I know you are. But you're still on Tinder and Grinder, I think. Right? If anybody wants to, if any women are listening, no, I, I, I I beat Tinder. I beat it. You I beat it. The final boss. Yeah. So, <laughs> so you get to a certain level where you swipes. Either way, enough times, and you basically tilt it, and you go away. <laughs> I'm at the point now where I just shake the phone and bitches fall out. <laughs> <laughs> it's easy. Ugly as hell. Right? There's all you know. There's this great Swedish comic. Is he Swedish or Norwegian, Robin? The guy There's we play. As hell, old as hell. Uh, hot as hell. Uh, ugly as hell. But he did a whole thing. We played him. He's so yes. funny. What's the dude's name? He's got like one name. Mel, Elmo. Elmo something. 
No, not Elmo Pio. No, his name is like Elmo. Elmo. Smelly as hell. Rotten as hell. Exactly. At Trevor down there in Miami where it's Art Basil week. I knew Art Basil. Not Tony Basil, of course, who did Hey Mickey, You're So Fine, You're oh, So Fine. That's great Tony Basil knowledge right there. I got some great basil plants. While everybody's basil up there in the northeast is freezing, and our buddy Clark Simpson in Minneapolis said single digits Ismo. tonight. Ismo. Ismo. That's right. Ismo. It's not Elmo. Ismo. I know it wasn't Elmo. So but, he, but he Clark did... Simpson said, you know what the temperature is in Minneapolis tonight? Now, you know, you've been, we've been to Minnesota yeah. for the Super Bowl, Luigi. It is cold AF. Not as hell. It is a, that's AF. When it's that cold, like Minnesota cold, you don't say cold as hell. You say cold AF. There's a reason why they call it mini. I, I mean, I didn't see my dick for two weeks when we got back. Oh, <laughs> that's what she said. Oh. Ridiculous, man. You know, I remember, I remember another, another comedian tone. Remember Yakov Smirnoff? Oh, absolutely. Loved Yakov Smirnoff. Yakov had a joke where he said, uh, he said, Let me, he said in, in Russia, we, we have a saying, women are like refrigerators. That's it. That's the saying. That's the saying. <laughs> he was not so Bismarck Bimbo. That's a great Bismarck Bimbo poll. Remember not him? Bismarcky. No, Bismarcky, the diabolical, of course. Don't forget that. And not Basil McRae. Not John Clark. No, that's somebody else. Not Art Vandalay. Art Vandalay. He's an import export. Exactly right. <laughs> anyway, we got a lot of stuff going. Art Shell. Uh, we say let's play two. Not Baz Luhrmann. Remember Baz Luhrmann? No, please educate me on who Baz Luhrmann is. Robin, you know who Baz Luhrmann is? He's he's a musical dude, right? Exactly right. Look him up. Another note. We got a lot of good stuff tonight, Luigi. We got all kinds of football. Now, Robin and I tomorrow morning, it's going to get ugly down here, Luigi. Because tomorrow morning at 9 a.m., unlike previous World Cups when Robin and I lived in L.A. and we'd have to go to a sports bar at like 5 a.m. to watch the Dutch play in the World Cup. You know, so I would go with Robin to support her because she's yes. from the Netherlands. And they weren't playing Italy because I would, you know, I would root for Italy over the Netherlands. But now the Netherlands are playing the USA tomorrow at 9 a.m., Saturday morning at 9 a.m. There's going to be war inside this house. Now, Robin's going to root for the Netherlands, even though she was born in America. And I need to know from the audience tonight here uh, on our stream here on the No Filter Network, is that a violation, as they used to say on local sports radio? If you were born in the United States, even though you grew up in the Netherlands. How old was I when I left the United States? Four? No. Four? No. Three? No. Two? No. Eight? Six months. I was six six months. months. I was six months old when I left the U.S. All my formative years were in the Netherlands. Let's go to the phones. Six one oh no. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you You're on American, Robin. You and LeBron James and all of these yeah. other communist Get sympathizers out. are going to root against the USA. Are you serious, Robin? What's next? What's next? Mayonnaise and French fries? Come on. <laughs> Don't give her any ideas. The good thing about 9 a.m. starts is you're not getting out of mayonnaise and men. I absolutely <laughs> vote against the U.S. and soccer only because the U.S. does not take soccer seriously. No, yes, they do. Bob Baloney. Bullshit. You realize that the USA in the World Cup was like better in the 40s than they are right now? So it's not like the U.S. has never played soccer. Well, yeah, I know. That's why. 
But they're, they, I mean, I'm glad that they're taking it more seriously than they have in a long time. But in this particular case, I cannot, I cannot lie. I'm going to be voting for the Netherlands. Voting? There's no voting. What do you I think? Mean, this is rooting, American Idol? Excuse me. Rooting hey. for the Netherlands. <laughs> Tom, listen. Foosball is the devil. Italy is playing the U.S. <laughs> in soccer. I'm, boom, I'm rooting for Italy. Now, if we're in war, if we're, we go to war with Italy, I will shoot the Italians. That's the way it goes, man. We're never going to go to war with Italy. We helped Italy in the war. My dad jumped out of airplanes to land in Italy to help defeat the Nazis. <laughs> Mickey in the... Delaney. What did he say? Look at this. Robin, I still love you, but your team will take it up the ass oh! with no KY jelly. Oh, wow. Oh, Mickey. Mickey, how dare you bring up that kind of graphic <laughs> sexual. We'll take it up the ass. <laughs> wow. Oh, Mickey. <laughs> I'm, I'm so disappointed in you. So, so what are you gonna now what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? Are you gonna do like you know, wake up in the morning and you're gonna do like an American breakfast and a, and a Dutch breakfast? Well, since I've been taking care of Robin for the last and I oh, you know, we take care of each other. Robin was really sick, so I've been getting up, you know, feeding the cats, giving Sir Lawrence a shot, because that's what you do when you're together, right? And then Robin yeah. hasn't really been this sick in a long time. So I got up and I made her coffee and, and right. I would make her throat coat tea every night and feed the cats and you know clean up the kitchen I and all make, that other stuff. I could make panakuka tomorrow. Panakuka. Panakuka. We don't I even have any stroke waffles or anything. Is that the center 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 half on Argentina? No. <laughs> <laughs> Was that from a brazzer seat? No, that wasn't from a brazzer seat. Come on now, man. Anyway, we got a lot of good stuff. Brazzer scene would have ads all over it. Exactly. So you got that tomorrow morning. Then you have uh, Christian Pulisic. 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 He's the, you know, he's the guy who scored the only goal when they beat he's injured. Uh, he's injured. the Iranians. He's injured. He has a pelvic contusion, which I think was opening up last weekend for the uh, for the violent femmes at the TLA Theater. Pelvic, con- con- pelvic contusion opening up for the violent femmes. What a great concert that was. I- Were you in the oh. mosh pit in the front there with Mike Missinelli? Oh, God. I actually saw them. <laughs> the violent fans? No, you did what not. What about Pussy Riot? Have you seen Pussy Riot yet? They're in Russia, you know. They're from there. No, no. I hear it's rough, though. I have no it idea. is really rough. <laughs> oh, my God. That's fucking funny. <laughs> Pelvic contusion is not bruised testicles. Oh, no. 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 Oh, no. Get bruised testicles. Tony Bruno, I have horrible news. We have breaking news? Is this breaking news? What happened? Apparently, I am not the only Dutchie that is has the flu. What happened? Is this breaking soccer news right now? I don't think it's bra- It's breaking for you and me, but other people probably know it already. But the Holland World Cup team is dealing with an outbreak of flu symptoms. No, ahead of the the. It's match about time USA. we take down our dreaded enemies over there in Holland. Tony, I got, I'll be back. I got to go lay some action real quick. And the okay. star, the star <laughs> midfielder, Frankie de Jong, is among Who? Frankie, Frankie de Jong. He's their midfielder. I their love star that mid- guy, man. He's among he's those stopped. infected, and they are. Oh, if they're as sick as I am, this is not going to bode well. The Dutchies. There's no Robins anymore. They used to have two guys named Robin. Remember that? They had a guy whose first name was Robin, and a guy whose last name was Robin. Robin. Robin no, uh, Van no. Persie. And uh, not Jake DeYoung. No, not that. <laughs> Jake DeYoung. <laughs> not Robin Thicke. And uh, not Robin Yowd, of course. 
and not Robin from the Real World San Diego. Who the hell remembers that show? Uh, Do you remember Real World San Diego? I vaguely. I only remember the Philly one. Uh, Robin Roberts. Not Robin Roberts, of course. No. Uh, Nikki Delaney now, very frisky tonight. Do you have to lay pipe, Luigi, he wants to know. These are really personal questions. You have to lay pipe? No, he I wants to know, do you have to lay pipe? You don't see the stream here on the live chat? No, I don't see the stream. Oh, you're doing it on your phone, aren't you? Well, that's the easiest way to do it. Yeah, no, it looks good. I mean, the picture's good. Yeah, it does look good. It does look good. But you cannot do two things at the same time via phone. Really? So I'm petting my dog at the same time. Yeah, how is is Penny? Now, where's Penny? Let me see her. I need to see. Let's see. Let's get Penny. I haven't seen her. I'll I'll get her in a minute. Uh, I need to see Penny, man. All right. But yeah, uh... Yeah, I'll, I'll sure, Mickey. I'll, I'll, I'll lay pipe. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Luigi, Not Schedule 40 pipe. They're low on that down at Home Depot. Don't walk out with it, any of you. You just go to the Burlington Coat Factory, and you take out whatever you want, especially handbags. I saw that on the video. A corn cob pipe. Not exactly. So now you really have to run out for a second? No, I'm good. I was No, she told me that the, that the whole fucking Holland team is sick. I was like, I'm going to go bet against them real fast. Man. Yeah. Damn right, man. Is this a lock? Will USA? Do you believe in miracles? I don't know. They're in, yeah, I love it. They don't call it the Sweet 16 like they do in the in college basketball. They don't call. You know what they call it? What do they call it? They call it the last 16. Oh, the last. The last six. It's like you know, it, it at the British Open. They don't call it the front nine. They call it the first nine. They don't call it the back nine. You know. Oh no, that's the Masters. They Masters. call it the what do they call it? the second nine? The second nine, yeah. The second That's nine. bullshit, man. The last sixteen. That's fucking stupid. It is stupid. But I already, I already got the U.S. at plus one ninety six, so I'm already locked in. I'm good. Lock I'm good. it in, baby. Lock it in. Well. So anyway, we got a lot of stuff. We got the Eagles. It's he did the, the defensive tackle Jordan Davis made play again, and they're going to need him this Sunday because uh, King Henry's in town, baby. He's the only one on the team as big as Derrick Henry. I know. I mean, you talk, and we've seen the Eagles as good as they are, ten and one. They have a hard time stopping the run, you know. And they brought in a couple of guys who actually played well. I mean, Dominic and Sue and the guys they brought in last minute, pretty good. No, they're they're uh, you know they're like how we like to say something. They're thick up the middle. You know thick, I mean? and you know we like but, them thick. That's what two C's now. That's right, thick. Thick with two C's. You know Emphasize what I'm saying? On the second. Emphasize on the second seed. Yeah, Linville Joseph has played well. I mean, those guys came in. But this kid, everybody saw Jordan Davis. I mean, the kid is a monster. I mean, he is not. Even the players, even the guys around him, like Linville Joseph, are looking at him and saying, this guy is subhuman. He is huge. He runs under five seconds in the 40-yard dash, and he weighs like 340 pounds. I mean, this guy is subhuman, man. That's how awesome he is. The one thing I'd like to see and I kind of would hope to see happen is if Davis is able to get back on the field. And we won't hear about that until tomorrow. Yeah, say after Saturday afternoon at 3 o'clock, they have to make a decision. But once you hear about that, if, if that happens, you're, you're going to see Tennessee try to run the ball away from him. Because there's, no, because there's no way of running through him and Sue and everything else that's lined up there. They're going to be trying to run the ball to the outside. Now, Derrick Henry can do that. But it's harder to get to the outside. So if you pursue him correctly, absolutely, absolutely, a better. Slow him down enough, and then force Tannenhill to beat you with his arm, which I don't think he's gonna be able to do. Now this is gonna be this is a great game because the Eagles, you know, they've been playing teams that haven't been that good, and you know, obviously the Indy game, their quarterback bailed them out at the end. Monday, you know, the the game this past weekend was an absolute 
a show. I mean, you talk about running amok. I don't ever remember seeing a team run the football that well. And it's so, kind of embar- how about embarrassing for a Green Bay team to do that? Like they didn't even. I mean, I, I just don't understand how you give up that kind of rushing yardage. Like I just don't to the fucking quarterback, and then also toss another hundred plus yards to Sanders. It's just in this in this day and age in a throwing league, how you can give up over two hundred yards on the ground is just beyond me. I totally beyond- agree. We got a lot of baseball to talk about soccer, of course. We have uh, we have a we have some move, you know, because you know we're in the holiday season. There aren't really many big Christmas movies this year. The one I want to see, though, and I wish it was online. I don't want to go to a theater to see this one. The Santa Claus one. Have you seen the previews for this? What's it no. called? The Violent Violent Night. Violent Night. And you would think it's one of these slasher. Amazing. You think? Oh, you hear Violent Night, and you're thinking it's a psycho Santa who's going to go out there and, and you know and just slash unsuspecting teenagers who are horned up and laying in bed and banging each other like. You know, like uh, it's it's the sheriff from um, Stranger Things. See, I never saw Santa Stranger Claus, and he it looks phenomenal. Yeah, it looks great. John Leguizamo's in it. He's a bad guy, and then Santa goes runs amok and starts shooting and killing all these bastards. Should I should I play the trailer? Do we have the trailer? I do have a trailer. There's some great movies. Another movie coming out too called Cocaine Bear. Yes. Have you seen the preview for that, Luigi? Cocaine. Cocaine Bear. Bear. It is Ray Liotta's. Very last yes, movie he's got long he hair in it. Away. Yeah, Ray it looks, Liotta's in this movie. It looks amazing. They're calling it Die Hard meets Home Alone, not the Cocaine Bear. That's the Santa Silent yeah, Violent Night. Violent Night. This this looks hilarious because you know me, Luigi, and you know what else? John Wick Four is coming out next well, uh, next in I, March. I might, I might have to come down. Yes, you need to because you. And we got to watch that together. Luigi, we, Tony, and I have seen. It's been all a tradition. Yeah, it's been a tradition. Like whenever no the next John Wick movie comes out, we all go see it together on opening night. Yes, and there's yeah, like five people in the theater. And Matthew Raposa is correct. Cocaine Bear is actually based on a true story. It is based upon a bear who got a hold of some cocaine and then got addicted to it. And is this then the Hunter went, Biden story? What? <laughs> <laughs> Does he bang any hookers and some Russian hookers? <laughs> Steve Krause, I haven't seen Cocaine Bear, but I did see Marijuana Piranha. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got to give him a roaring round of applause. <laughs> that is funny. That is Marijuana Piranha. <laughs> uh, uh, I'm sorry. I mean, that, come on, Luigi. That was strong. That was super strong, man. <laughs> okay, let me play Violent Night real quick. Just to get into the Christmas spirit. Yeah, this is we? a great Christmas movie. Forget about Bad Santa and all those other Santa Claus movies. Let's go to see what Violent Night's all about, kids. Robin? Yep. You ain't driving, are you? I steer a little, but the ranger do my sewer. <laughs> this is my full fear of the Santa. How about you? I started the whole damn thing. Oh, oh, oh! It's Christmas! We decided that you could have one gift. Early. What is it? That is a direct hotline of Santa Claus himself. I can talk to Santa. All right, revelers. Welcome to your worst Christmas ever. Let's go! You have $300 million in your personal vault. 
That's what I want for Christmas. <laughs> I don't want any trouble, okay? Something's gonna scooch up that chimney. <laughs> One of you did that, Prancer. So unprofessional. <laughs> and that's opening tonight, Luigi. <laughs> if you want to run out to the theater on a Friday night, no, yeah, tonight it's opening tonight, December second. I'll go see. I'll tell you what. I'll go see it tomorrow when I get back from New York, and I'll give you the update on what. No, does that look funny? Tony and I need to see. It looks awesome. Yeah, I, I that's the kind of it. shit I love. I mean, who doesn't love Santa Claus laying a beat down? on some punks that run into a house to try to get $300 million out of a safe. Okay, now I'll show Cocaine tra- <laughs> cocaine Bear. Coke, it's, it's... It's like Buford Pusser meets Santa Claus. Like, absolutely right. Wait a minute, John from Mayfair says, I just poured a glass of bleach. That's badass. Come on, John. How can you not like Santa Claus going all apocalyptic on John Leguizamo and those I know, guys. This is not like some wimpy, wimpy thing. Cause I know you don't like wimpy. You don't like, no, guns. I want to see guns. And I mean, you know, we're talking about, we don't, we got to get rid of guns. You know, you got John wicks coming out. You got Santa now, you know, pulling out AK 47s and shit, man. It's what it's all about, man. Okay. Well, Tis the season. I'm, I'm, I'm just, well, I'm just glad that it they didn't go with Alec Baldwin. Santa, yeah, I agree. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, well, exactly. Th- no, this guy is perfect. I don't know if anybody watches Stranger Things, but he played the sheriff. And I've never fantastic. seen Stranger Things. I, I live in that world. <laughs> okay, this is Cocaine Bear, based on true okay. events. Here we go. Where's Penny? She's over. True event. Oh Jesus! What is that? Beth, we should go. Millions of dollars worth of cocaine fell from the sky this morning in Knoxville, Tennessee. There's more of this out there. They dumped it somewhere. I'm looking for my daughter. Forest is a dangerous place. Hey, Henry, check it out. Something got into it. A deer, maybe. A lot of cocaine was lost. I need you to go and get it. 
Wide lines, baby. No, 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 don't eat that, don't eat that. Let's see what kind of effect that has on us. The bear, it fucking did cocaine. A bear did cocaine. There was a bear. A bear? It was far. Hey, that's inappropriate. You're safe. Bears can't climb trees. Of course I can. <gasps> Oh, no. It kind of seems like the thing that stays with the man forever. <laughs> Apex Predator. <laughs> High on cocaine. <laughs> Out of its mind. Oh. Oh. oh man, you fucked. What the fuck is wrong with that bear? Shoot it, man! We have such good luck in nature. God's good luck that I am not not seeing that movie. Okay. I'm fucking there, dude. Exactly right, man. Oh my god. This movie did pass the sniff test, man. And it's what is it's it's a comedy, obviously, but it's based on a right. true story. Yes, because it's so preposterously over the top. But did you see the cameo in there? Well, you know, Tony, in his last movie, our, did you see that? Tony is our good friend, the late great Rick James once said, "Cocaine is a hell of a drug." Absolutely, <laughs> man. Absolutely. That was uh, that was you know as Winnie the Pooh said, "Kids, don't do drugs." I mean, how many people have been trying to warn us about cocaine? Did you yeah. see the Winnie the Pooh horror movie? No. But let me tell you about Robin, the real story. Hold on. Be, I, I will look that up. But this is the real story of Cocaine Bear. It was 40 years. 40 after, years ago? Yeah, nearly 40 years after a 175-pound black bear found and ingested cocaine <clears throat> in a Georgia forest. The drug binge has inspired a movie. Um, the bloody spree follows the bear's cocaine binge. Wait, Starring Carrie sure? Russell and everybody. This is the real story. So Carrie Russell's the chick in there, right? Yeah. So yeah. this is the real story from the from the newspaper. Let me see. If in Knoxville, know. Tennessee? Yeah. So here's the newspaper article. Cocaine and dead bear. Blue Ridge, Georgia, December 22nd. A 175-pound black bear apparently died of an overdose of cocaine after discovering a batch of the drug. The Georgia Bureau of Investigation said today the cocaine was apparently dropped from a plane piloted by Andrew Thornton, a, convic a convicted drug smuggler who died September 11th in Knoxville, Tennessee, because he was carrying too heavy a load while parachuting. Wow. Remember well, the other guy, the famous one with the money came down? Eddie, what was it, Eddie Coyle? No, that was a uh, different dude in Philly. Joey Coyle. Joey Coyle. But no, remember there was an airplane guy, and then he jumped out with, the, with money, and they never found yeah, him, and he was lost him. in the woods? Remember that story? Are we 100% sure that the bear wasn't... 400 pounds before he found the cocaine and then after ingesting the cocaine became 175 pounds? Yeah, I think... That was D.B. Cooper. That, that, he.B. Cooper was the guy I was thinking. Of. Thank you, Steve. He ingested, get this, 
They did an autopsy of the bear, and they found out that he absorbed three or four grams of cocaine, Ugh. although he may have eaten even more. Man. It's a lot of Over, blow, dude. That is yeah. a lot of blow. That is a lot of blow. I wouldn't know, lush. but it sounds like a lot of blow. You. You, never, you hear what the Frank Rizzo said to that bear. You are a lush. I can tell by looking at exactly you. Exactly right. <laughs> okay, yeah. so... I, rem- I, rem- and I think the bear was quoted. His last words were, uh, do you party? <laughs> so there's a Winnie the Pooh called Blood and Honey. Yeah, it didn't look yeah. good, though. I Robin. saw that preview. Oh, you saw that? Tone? I saw the preview, and it didn't look that good. Oh, it's fucking oh, no. Did you go see it? No, the it's Winnie the Pooh dirty. looks all Is that on the out. Disney Plus? Yeah, it's <laughs> this does not look. Good. I can already tell just from the still of the trailer that it's not going to be good. You know what Bobby, he said to him? It's disturbing. It's disturbing. Yeah, well, I won't. Crumb creep count. Exactly right. We have we crumb have people bum. on hold in You're real crumb bum. Exactly room. right. Luigi, you stay because I'm going to quit talking for a while. Who do we have in the la knocker room? Uh, we have um, the official. Well, can't you see two? I didn't, I don't I don't have the knocker room open. I can just see two and one. Just click on click on your. Oh, now I see it. Okay. You know what we have in there. Hannity in the control room tonight. You know what we have. Uh, you know what it is though, right there. You have a literal dumpster fire. There's insanity in the control room tonight. Control room tonight. Thank you, Lawrence. And one more importantly. You saw that one said Luigi. Why don't you pack up your box, get your little stuff? Yeah. Do I still have that in here? I don't know. I, I have it. And then there's this one, too. Robin, oh, okay. I thought Robin put me down again here. Well, she puts me down all the time. But I don't know why that one's not working. Who the hell do we have on the line? Who's lowering all my stupid volumes on this thing? Jesus. You're on. I want to eat his children. All right, let's, you know what we have in there. Where'd Jim go? Did you bring him up? I did. Oh, the official archivist, Jim Siciliano, in the chat room and now... In the knocker room, and now on the air with some fresh news. He called us last week to tell us that the newest Tony Bruno compilation DVD CD box set has dropped, as we like to say in the world. It's dropped just in time for the holiday season, baby. Season's beatings. And Jim is here to preview it. You can actually get a sneak peek of it right now on the YouTube channel. Let's bring in Jim to talk about people who want to hear this kind of shit this holiday season. Hear me, Tony? Yes. How you doing? I'm good, Jim. How are you, man? How was your Thanksgiving? You had a great Thanksgiving. You had a good time in Philadelphia with your family. Yeah, it was great. The weather was really nice. I mean, it was unbelievable for a week. It's like in the 50s every day. It was gorgeous. Hi to me. What's that? What? I said this guy never says hi to me. Who, Jim? You say hi to Luigi. Five years of been talking to the guy. He never says hi to me. How you doing, Luigi? How you doing? <laughs> hey, Jim, how are you, pal? <laughs> oh, man. You, you have a lot of hair. Wait till you're 72 like me of all the hair I got. I know, man. <laughs> no, Jim's got... No, Luigi's hair is, like, out of control, man. Are you putting, like, gallons of Propecia on there? What are you doing? Are you, like, pouring all kinds of, like... Are you using... I have, I have some hair-growing stuff, but it's for my prostate. Is it finasteride? What's the one that, that, that's actually... For your prostate, but it grows hair. That's why my beard's been growing faster. I, I let it grow out a little bit, and then I just didn't get a haircut for two months, and this is what happens. That's it. It's a good look, man. You got, you know, it looks like you just got out of bed. Though. Nothing, there's anything wrong with that, man. You know what I'm saying? 
Chicks dig. Chicks. Chicks dig. Guys who just get out of bed. Yeah, but Jim. But Jim's hair though, to his own. He's got. He's got a freaking helmet on him. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Seriously, you get a bullet. So we just re- released part three of the best of Bruno on YouTube. It's on the end. Now tell people what the YouTube channel is, Jim, because you've done all this hard work putting nothing but the best, the primest cuts, the filet mignon, the, the, uh, the, the, the tomahawk ribeye, the finest cuts of meats and cheeses from all over the world. Well, the old sporting news show, we did part one, part two, and we've just released part three. Part three, Luigi. You've been waiting for this since how long, man? Since the pandemic, I believe. This has all been held. This has been all, this has all been on the back burner since the pandemic. And Jim even wore a mask when he was putting this together to make sure that nobody gets hurt when they open the YouTube channel and listen to this and watch it. You just go to, go to Tony Bruno's show, best of. On YouTube? 2005, 2008, part one, two, two, and three is up there right now. You can't even get this on KTEL Records if you call right now on KTEL. You and won't even is... be able to get this when the String Band Show of Shows CDs are released right after the Mummers Parade on January 1st, Luigi. Is it going to be this is Tony Bruno now, 2020? No, that's what I call. That's what I call Tony Bruno Show. No, that's what I call. This is from the JJS archives, by the way. Yes, so it is. Sure wait, wait, but don't forget. Yeah, wait, wait, wait a minute. Don't forget. Don't forget. This is digitally remastered. Yes, it is. <laughs> digitally well, remastered. Try to do the best I can. And colorized, too. <laughs> it's colorized. Well, we have yeah. Harry Charles makes the appearance. Michael Barkin makes the appearance. Oh, wow, man. This is Pally makes the appearance. I may be, I may, I may, you know, I still have my CD to CD copier. I may be is making it, these as Christmas gifts. I got a lot of empty sleeves left over. There's some great photographs on there. So. Oh, there's some good pictures, too. Any yeah. video? Well, we can't just have audio up there. We have the photographs, about oh. 40 different photographs. Wow, that's phenomenal, man. I got your favorite clip, um, your show you did in Las Vegas. Which one? There were a lot of shows in Vegas. That were- <laughs> the one that was on the English, English fans and chased their um, fighter. He said, I'll bring you on the air, but don't use any bad language. Oh, that was all the Ricky Hatton fans. When the Ricky Hatton would fight in Vegas, all the drunks would come over from England. And they would be up all night, all night. They they didn't never slap, Luigi. And everywhere in the casinos and the sports books, they would be singing Ricky Hatton songs. It was funny, man. It was funny as shit. It really was. Do we have tape of that, Jim? Are you going to play a clip? It's on part three. It's on part three? Yeah. So is this like a tease? Or are we going to hear something? What the fuck? Right <laughs> now, if you send us... YouTube's on YouTube right now. It's on now. YouTube, but if you send us right now, if you Venmo me, forty nine ninety five, I'll make sure that Robin, despite being in a, in a cocaine bear-induced haze, in guzzling down codeine, you know, because when, when you get a doctor to call in, you know, cough syrup... You ain't getting the over-the-counter shit, man. You're no. getting the old. You're getting the cocaine, not the co- the codeine. Yeah, the cocaine. You got to go full codeine, <laughs> man. You know what I'm saying? Next time, <laughs> the sequel to Cocaine Bears, do have Cocaine a special Robin. Clip tonight. We have a special clip tonight. Oh, we have a special clip? Hey, but don't forget, Tom. The Christmas show forward. you did in 2003. If you get your orders in before December 16th, yep. we'll be gift-wrapped. We can offer oh, gift Oh, wow. And I'll even <laughs> sign them. I'll even autograph them, and Robin will autograph it, and Luigi will add, you know, some some stuff in there. He's got some stuff. 
We won't do that. <laughs> we'll play a special clip tonight from a Christmas show you did in 2003. Oh, let's go back. Let's go to the tape. on Fox Radio. Oh, this is Fox Sports Radio back in the day. That's, a lot. That's almost 10 years ago. That's like almost 20 years ago, Jim. That's almost 20 years ago. Almost. Dude. Okay, here we go. Here's another great Bruno moment. Jamie, good to see you're in the holiday spirit, my friend. And I've got my very own morning extravaganza version of the night before Christmas. You ready? I am ready. Ladies and gentlemen, Jamie. On the week before Christmas, I called Tony and Drew to say Merry Christmas, but Siciliano said, I'm a Jew. <laughs> I apologized profusely, saying, dude, turn the page. But Andrew was visibly shaken, and Tony yelled, this is an outrage. I tried to change the subject with three football picks. Instead, I got polaxed by hot porn star chicks. <laughs> Tony shook his bald head like a Christy Canyon jiggle and said, boy, do you suck, although it's not my style to be critical. <laughs> I was bitter and broken. I didn't know what had happened. When suddenly it hit me, I should have let loose the Kraken. <laughs> so I hung up the phone to meet my boring draft day. But in the background on the radio, I think I heard Tony say, Now be a good listener, true, loyal, and dutiful. May your Christmas be merry and your new year beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. I, I'm breaking down emotionally. I am breaking down emotionally. Just a puddle of joy. I was. I was a puddle of, uh, what was it? What was this, uh, the puddle of, uh, what was the group? Puddle of something. Puddle of mud. mud. Puddle of mud, yes. Rack that guy. That was great. That was, that was, you know, I, I remember that vividly now, but it's stuff that you don't remember until you start playing it again. And that's why Jim's the best, man. I haven't heard that bit in 20 years. But now when he, when he was playing it, I remember it like it was yesterday. Unbelievable, man. Good stuff. We have major flu night right now in Dutch world. I know. I saw that, man. Those damn Dutchies, man. You know, they are out there putting their fingers in dikes and stuff, and they never know where you're going to be. You never know where the... You know where those fingers have been. You never know where those dikes have been. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Not that there's anything wrong with that. I know where they've been. <laughs> you and Robin, going to do a special pregame show tomorrow? No, and I'm not getting up to do a pregame show in the World Cup. I'm barely making it through Robin tonight, is now. So. Robin, we've been sleeping till like 11 o'clock in the morning because we're, we're both like heavily medicated at night. We're taking NyQuil, DayQuil, uh, after-hour quill. You know, I'm using uh, porcupine quills. Anything to try to fall taking, asleep at night. I'm taking Joke something quills. like promethazone or something like that. It's it's. What good. are you taking? The cough syrup that I'm taking now. Ugh. Starts with a P. I, I don't remember. Where's the medication, Robin? Hold Let's on. take a couple swigs live on the air now. Of course, we do not encourage anyone abusing uh, prescription drugs or any other narcotics. Trazodone. Is that what it is? Uh, Wasn't that wire stuff? Was that? Wasn't that the McGuire stuff? No, no, yeah, that was uh, what was what was the Mark no, McGuire? That was Androstein. And Androstein. Uh, I used to call it Andros Celine Dion because it was Androstein something, and right? Androstein Dion. Androstein Dion, and I would always jokingly on the air say Androstein uh, Andros Celine Dion. Remember, she was in I, Vegas, I, and people remembered her back then. I remember what it was. I was on both of them. I remember what it was. Try Cox again. That's another one for the females out there, you know, who have been celibate <laughs> for a while. Is that a Pokemon? What the fuck no, try Cox again is what a lot of women will have to do once oh, they, you know, once they swear <laughs> off of swear off of God, men Luigi, and you were a little sex. Slow on Come that on, man, try Cox again. Can it be any easier than that? I thought it said hydroxychloroquine. <laughs> uh, 
Anyway, I was almost right. It's promethazine, not promethazone. Promethazine. Wasn't that promethazine. a movie? <laughs> promethazine. Prometheus, yeah. Let me see that, Robin. Let me see that, some bitch. Now, Robin, you haven't really uh, been guzzling this. No, because you're only supposed to take five milliliters at a time. Take five? How Point do you know five. where five milliliters five. is? Yeah, tell, that, tell that to the bear, all right? <laughs> take bear. five milliliters by mouth every- Point five. Every how often? How many? Four hours. Every what? Four. Oh, four hours. Oh. Now, how do you do 5.5 milliliters? How do you do, how do you measure it? Do they give well, you a little uh, I have a little eyedropper? I have a syringe. Syringe? What you, what you do is you take a big old gulp and say, that's about 0.5 milliliters. Exactly. That's what I do. When I take NyQuil, I don't take that little cop, plastic cop off and pour I just swig that son of a bitch, Prometh- man. So I'm no longer thirsty. <laughs> Promethazine DM. DM, which It is means- a combination medicine used to temporarily treat runny nose, coughing, and sneezing. Does it have codeine in it? Promethazine, it works like antihistamine. I don't know, but it's good. I remember when you used to go into the drugstore. Oh, hey, look at this. It acts on part of the brain. Duh. Did you know that the brain has a cough center? No, I know that Sports Center. I used to know that show, but nobody watches that anymore except Sunday yes. nights when they or Monday nights. Uh, Tony, yes, big week, big week coming for the Phillies here. Yes, I mean they got four. How many different big time free agents are they in line to possibly? Now they're going to not fly, sign all four of them, but Luigi, I, know the four names. Who of these guys will the Phillies sign during this free agent period? Obviously, they're going after a shortstop center fielder. Will it be Trey Turner, Carlos Correa? Xander Bogarts or Dansby Swanson, you make the Turner's call. The, guy, the main guy they're going after is Turner. They're, 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 they're going, I, I agree with with Jim. He's he's right that he is he is the number one target, and uh, he's also the most likely guy to land here in Philly. Uh, and he's probably the one I would want out of all of them because he gives you everything. He gives you everything you want, man. He, no, he I agree. Life. And it, and you know this is one of those rare off seasons. We've got four really studs middle infielders. Up for grabs, man. And everybody you know, used to assume that they're all going to the Dodgers. And that's not the case anymore because the Phillies are in play because obviously they went to the World Series. Everybody likes the makeup of this team. So players want to come to Philly now, you know, instead of just going to the Dodgers or the well, Yankees or the Astros. That. It's not just that, Tony. It's, well, it is that. But on top of that, it's also when you start to sign these kind of free agents, more free agents want to come to you. Exactly. Exactly. You know what I mean? So, like, now, you know, the Phillies, two years ago, wouldn't have been as attractive to Trey Turner right. as they are right. today. You're absolutely right. Absolutely right. And, you know, the one guy that they lost today is Zach Eflin, you know, who's been around for a while and a guy who was serviceable, but he got hurt a lot. He always had leg problems, which hurt him. Remember, he was the guy that pitched the clinching game for the Phillies to make the postseason against the Houston Astros. Remember that game? Phillies are up 3 nothing. He was in in the ninth. He gets a fly ball to shallow center field, and they make the postseason for the first time in eleven years. So you Zach know, Eflin uh, was was uh, you know was a you know a, a good serviceable guy that they use in the bullpen and pitched pretty well. Yeah, but I, I think I think uh, and and all that is true. I feel that Eflin is one of those guys who can maybe benefit from a change of scenery and actually have a chance to maybe turn this thing into a career somewhere else. It's just not going to be here. Yeah, they gave the, 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 the Rays gave him $40 million for three years for Zach Eflin. Good for him, that's, man. That's like the Rays. And they outbid, believe it or not, they outbid the Red Sox. That's unbelievable. Well, the Red Sox already have another former Philly, Nick Pavetta, right? Yeah, Didn't but they, they, were second, they were second team in line for him. Yeah, no, I know. It's, you know, listen, you what know. What happened to the Red Sox? They don't spend money anymore? Jeez. 
Well, Man, they used to spend money like nobody. Well, you know what? They, they probably just looked around at the fan base and just said, screw them. Well, so, did you know, interestingly enough about the Red Sox fans, you see who was in Boston today? The Royals. I don't mean the, 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 yeah, the, the two douchebags. Not, not, not the Kansas City Royals because it's not baseball season. Now, if George Brett came into town, you know, I'd go out and see him too. But nobody in Boston gave a shit. And this isn't even the, the, the ugly bastard stepchildren of the royal family. No, this was, Prince uh, Harry and his wife and his thirst trap wife, Meghan Markle. Right. This was the dude with the hot wife and what's William his name? William and Catherine. William who has a bald head, right? He's got yeah. like missing hair. Yeah. William and shit. Catherine are in town, right? <clears throat> to show you how little we give a shit about royalty in this country, nobody in Boston even cared. You know, they oh. didn't have any ticker tape parades. Do you really care when the royal family comes to the town? I only care if I get a royal flush when I'm Tony. in a damn casino at 2 a.m. Tony, here's the thing, okay? <laughs> they probably looked around. They saw him get off the fucking plate. They're like, all right, listen. I understand you drink tea, but here's Dunkin' fucking donuts. Okay? <laughs> Dunkin' fucking donuts. Okay? Get back in your car. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> that's probably what happened. Wow, that's pretty good stuff. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. (laughs) (laughs) And of course, you know, Aaron Judge, as we all thought, 
signed with the re-signed with the Yankees for eight hundred billion dollars. And now, now what did he get? What was the official number? I don't remember. It, at this point, does it really matter? I no, mean, when I you're mean, talking, really cares. I, I love how people break down. Oh well, three hundred, oh, four hundred. It's all it, those numbers are so ridiculously out of anybody's range of understanding anything. Then why do we sit down and try to figure out whether it's seventeen, eighteen, or twenty million dollars a year? Does it really? Does it really matter to the average person when they hear those kinds of numbers thrown around? Well, the way, well, here's, here's the reason why a majority of people even care about sports is it's, this is a Doug Stanhope bit. It's because of the money these athletes make, right? That seriously, people care about. Did you believe what they gave him? Do you believe they they gave that guy six million dollars? They gave him seven million dollars. Now it's like you sit in the outfield, right? Now imagine if the you know the outfielder is you know making fifty grand a year, working working class guy. He's in the outfield. Ball comes over. He goes to catch it. He drops the ball. You're in the outfield going, eh, maybe the, maybe son got in his eye. Maybe he had a hard day at home. Wife giving him a bunch of shit. Kids messing up at school. I understand. I get it. But because he makes ten million dollars, he drops the ball. Fucking piece of shit. I hope you get cancer and die. <laughs> exactly. Like, exactly. <laughs> like that's, that's what yeah. It's all, about. it's all about the money. That's what they. It's it's always been about that. Look at since the time of Babe Ruth. Babe Ruth was making a hundred thousand dollars before the president even made sixty thousand dollars. No, I, you're absolutely right. It's always been that the way. Money, but no, I remember when I was growing up, and I'm old, but I remember in the 60s when the Phillies, the 64 Phillies, were the team that I grew up. I mean, I was listening to the radio every night because the Phillies were in a pennant race late in that season. And we'd sit on the radio listening to the Phillies games, hoping that they'd win the pennant, and then they choked it away down the stretch. But so then when I got to meet Johnny Callison and uh, Clay Dalrymple and, you know, the guys on that team, Tony Taylor and Tony Gonzalez, I mean, those guys were my idols. So when you're a kid and you're like 12 years old, you know, and then you get to see these guys like in a barber shop. Could you imagine now walking around and seeing a baseball player in a regular barber shop in the middle of a city? No, I mean, you know, a lot of these players right now nobody would recognize them. Obviously, other than the big superstars who you know, but there's a lot of players in Major League Baseball that can walk around in any city and no one would know who they were with the exception of big guys like Aaron Judge and you know guys who you look at and say, well, that guy's obviously a football player or a basketball player. But baseball players are pretty nondescript. But back in the 60s, man, you know, when I was a kid, I was in awe of meeting Johnny Callison in a freaking barbershop, man. We'd go and stand outside looking in the window to get a glimpse of Johnny Callison, who was the MVP of the 1964 All-Star Game, Luigi. How old were you in 1964? Bargain at $27 million a year now. Exactly right. I'm still trying to wonder what you were ever doing in a barbershop. I wasn't there. I was, I was, the barbershop's still there. It's at 13th and Wharton, right across from that park where you take That's the right dogs, there. right where the dog park is. No, you're at 15th. This is at 13th. Tony had beautiful hair back then. I did have beautiful hair, man. Yeah, that's where Johnny Callison got his haircut. 13th and Wharton. I think that barber shop is still there. It's like one store in from the corner at 13th there, and Wharton. Yeah. I forget the guy's there. name. See, Johnny, see, John Bonacorsi says Callison got his haircut at 13th and Wharton. So I, I met Callison right, as a it's kid. Confirmed. The guy got his fucking haircut at 13th uh, and Wharton. But then really? later on, there was a professional softball league in the Philly area. And they, used, and they used to play off right off of 95 up in Delaware County. And you could see the lights from the field. And Johnny Callison was the player manager. So I remember going out there. Now I'm an adult. And I went and saw Johnny Callison again. So, I mean, you know, these, these, as kids, you, you always remember that one player or those players when you grew up from your era that you said, man, I want to be that guy one day or that's my idol. You know, that's what all fans do. 
You all pick a player or players that you say, hey, you know, that guy was awesome. I love meeting him and I love what? It's Columbus Square. Although they don't call it Columbus Square anymore, right, Luis? Isn't that where the dog park is or is that 11th? That's 12th on Wharton? 12th. 12th between 12th and, um, uh, I'm sorry, it's between 12th and 13th. Right. Columbus Square used on, to be the playground it's not, it's there. Not, it's not on, that's on Dickinson and, um, Reed. and Reed. Right. Yeah. But Wharton, it's, it's, Wharton is right off of it. Right, by, That's where the, um, the Columbus Preparatory School is right there. So, yeah, yeah it's, it's right there. It was called Columbus Square. And I remember yeah. on Columbus Day, they used to have fireworks. Not the kind you shoot in the sky. They would have these, like, these spin-around things that you would go into Columbus Square, the whole family would gather, and then they would light this, and these things would just spin around. And go, woo, 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 but they didn't shoot the fireworks in the air because the entire city uh, then- would burn down. And then Johnny Callison would go in and get his haircut. Exactly right. That's how it worked, man. That's how it works. You know what I'm saying? I not you. Sonny Hill's barbershop. You don't get your haircut. And not LeBron James, the yeah. shop. Did you ever hear? You, ever, you, said, you said Sonny Hill, right? Yeah. You ever, you know, you Love Sonny, Sonny Hill, Hill, man. Legend. Okay. This fucking guy. <laughs> this fucking I'm, guy. I'm listening to him. I'm listening to him on Saturday morning, right? Just driving home from, from my, my lady friend's home, right? Yeah. And, uh. I'm driving home, and and Sonny Hill's talking, and you know he's always bringing up old school basketball. Stuff of course, like that, right? he's a legend. Everybody <laughs> knows him. Everybody who's ever played basketball, right. from Wilt Chamberlain all right. the way down to modern Code. day guys. No, he works it into every conversation. So this guy calls him up, and he wants to talk about the Eagles game on Sunday, right? And he's talking to him. He says, "You know, I'm I'm, I'm hoping AJ Brown has a bounce back game. You know, after having such a lackluster game, whatever, blah blah blah." And he goes, hey, "Okay, hey, hey, thank you, Michael. Whatever, blah blah blah. Thanks for the calls." Let me tell you about a bounce back game. Will back in '67. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it always goes back to Will Chamberlain. Of course, Will play '67. It was against. It was up in Syracuse. Against <laughs> blah, blah blah blah. He was coming off a down night. It's always Will 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 Will. Of course, Every- it is. Will Chamberlain's the greatest basketball player in the history of the game. I understand. Not I a game. Is- not a game. <laughs> By the always way, speaking of not a game, I got to do this before I forget. You could say Sonny. What's your what's your favorite thing to eat? And you go, you know, is, is it is it like is it Mexican? Is it Italian? He's like, yeah, I kind of like them both. But you know what? I think about it. It was seventy one, and Will Chamberlain was playing the Knicks. Right? That's what he does. That's what he does. His whole show is fucking Will Chamberlain. The whole thing, man. By the way, John Bon, of course, he checked in and said his dad used to own the grocery store right across the street from that bar barber shop down there. Really? Yeah, there's Faragalli's, which is a bakery. I don't I, think yeah, it's open. You know where Farragalli's is, man. That was my hood, man. That's where I grew up. I'm going to remind you what a not a game, not a game, because you wanted to say something. Yes. About now it. I, 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 you know, I've heard about what's his name. What's the dude's name on the TV show? Oh, the Apple TV show. It's um, the soccer coach. He's a guy that was in yeah. all the the. the oh, uh, Ted Lasso. Ted, Ted Lasso. Lasso. Have you watched Ted Lasso? No, I haven't seen it. It no, is so Rob, we don't have Apple TV. So we were at Robin's son's house, and he says so. He starts why well, he has t- Ted Lasso on. And I didn't know anything about, but he was obviously a character in a commercial, right, on NBC, right, for soda or something or whatever it was. Uh, uh, I think it was an Apple TV commercial. Okay, and so he's, you know, he's. It, it's a funny. And show. it was a really. It, it ended up the commercial was so popular that they're like, you know what, we should turn this into a TV show. So that's how Ted Lasso became a TV show. So you know who he is. He's the guy that was in the. Yeah. Uh, what's his name? Hangover. Jason Sudeikis, right? Right. He's the guy in the hangover. He's a really good actor, but he has to—he has a southern accent because he's a southern guy who was a college, uh, high school football coach, and now they hire him to coach a, a 
soccer team in England in the Premier League, but they were like second tier. And they're playing like Manchester City and you know, all these real, real teams. But obviously they weren't playing them, but that was part of the whole thing. But it's, it's the same formula of you know, there's a rich wife who is the owner of the team because her husband who owned the team was an evil bastard who was banging everything that moved, which is what rich white guys with tons of money who own a soccer team do. And then his wife hires this guy because she got the team from him in the divorce and she wants to tank the team. So she hires this Ted Lasso guy and he comes in and obviously they suck in the beginning. I don't want to give it away, but it's pretty, it, it's I have funny. The scene. We have the scene. Have and in seen. one scene, one of his best players talks about. He, he doesn't want to practice. Because yeah, the he's guy didn't want to practice because he was a prima donna. Yeah. And this is the practice. This is what was, this is the funniest scene in the first season of this show. Let's go to the tape. How's Jamie doing? What? Says he can't practice today. Says he's hurt. Hey, James. I heard you're not going to be able to run with us today. Is that true? Yep. Why is that? Because I'm at. Really sorry to hear that. Relax, Ted. It's just practice. Can't practice, you can't practice. You're hurt, you're hurt. It's as simple as that. But it ain't about that. At all. You're sitting in here, you're supposed to be the franchise player. And yet here we are, talking about you missing practice. We're talking about practice. You understand me? Practice. Not a game. Not a game, not the game you go out there and die for it, right? Play every weekend like it's your last, right? No, we talking about practice, man. <laughs> practice. You know you're supposed to be out there. You know you're supposed to lead by example. You're just shoving that all aside. And so here we are, Jamie. We're talking about practice. <laughs> Not a game. Not the game. We're talking about practice with your team, with your teammates. The only place that we get to play together, we got control over. Rest of the time, it's us 11 against those 11. We're talking about practice, man. <laughs> I'm talking about practice. And you can't do it. Because you're hurt. Right? It's fine by me. Tell you what, do me a favor. When you get out there, set the cones so the other reserves can do a little passing drill. <laughs> you want me to set up cones? I really appreciate it. How great was that, huh? I mean, that oh, was absolutely... How many people watching that show, though... You know, because it's mostly an entertainment show because so the American coach goes and no places. No one under 20. I knew no from the very first and Because you heard us play yeah, the bit over and over again. I mean, it's a legendary bit. Well, and I, Jason Sudeikis pulls it off brilliantly. Any sports fan, you know, over the age of 25, 30 would definitely know what's wrong. Yeah, because it's being played all the time now everywhere. It's not something I mean, that doesn't hurt for 20 iconic, years. It's an iconic moment. You know what I mean? It's... it's one of the greatest press clippings of all time from press conference. Fans. But they repurposed exactly. that speech so perfectly. Yeah. They did such a great job. <laughs> Imagine how many times they broke out laughing when they were filming that scene. Right? Yeah, you know, I mean, Imagine about. how many times practice it. <laughs> Even AI checked in. You know what he said? It's funny to me, too. Yeah. I hear you. Exactly that's, right, man. That's the best part about the whole, of, of the whole thing is when... 
he's going on his whole freaking, you know, tirade. Uh-huh. And then the other reporter goes, yeah, but Alan, what about blah, blah? He's like, look, man, I hate you. I hear you. I hear you, man. My favorite line. It's my favorite drop. It's funny to I, me, too. It is. I thought I had practice in here. What the hell happened to the practice, man? Not a game. I'm talking about the practice cut. Damn, Tony, you had a practice, brother. Where the hell did that go? I mean, we're not just talking about a game. You know what I'm saying? I hate. How do I not have that in here? All right, let's move on to something else. All right, let's move on. Jim, are you still there? Because I have Jim. (laughs) I'm here, Tony. Jim. Tony, uh, hope hope you enjoyed (laughs) me. Other than that, you know. <laughs> Poor Jim's been sitting on there for like 20 minutes and we're rambling on and playing stuff. Jim, He's, once again, used to if you want to get that whole box set of the Tony Bruno Best Of series, what is this? Now, this is what? Season? What season? Series three. No, this is part, part, the final part, part three. It's the sporting news show, basically. But I thought one was Fox Sports Radio. No, no, the tape, the tape I of on the the one I played earlier was on Fox. Yeah, yeah that's when Andrew Siciliano and I were doing mornings at Fox, and the yeah. guy came on and did the Twelve Days of Christmas, and that was brilliant. That was just yeah. absolutely that was, brilliant. That was part. Of- I'm doing the stuff that's on YouTube right now. Awesome. That was a sporting news show. Beautiful man. And people want to know if you can get it on Spotify, Jim. It's on YouTube. So if it's on YouTube, that doesn't mean it's automatically going to be on Spotify. It has to be placed like this show, right? Like Robin. Robin. Dude, Jim, will get it, Jim will get it to you on reel to reel if you want. Exactly you right. Now, can I get it on cassette, though? Right now. Can I get it on a cassette? Archives. It's always on there, too. Yeah, because this show, Robin always posts this on all the uh, Apple uh, Apple podcast, right? Yep. I try to Spotify. What else? Time out. Back up. Jim said you can get it on JJ what? That's my 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 site, JJS Archives. JJS. On, on YouTube. <laughs> James J. Siciliano. JJS, man. JJS Archives. Archives. On YouTube. On YouTube. Come on, Luigi. What's matter I didn't with you? even exist it. At my own site. It's his site, man. On I, YouTube. I, I understand. I'm putting the pieces together. What I'm saying is, is that I didn't know that it existed. And I, I wanna, now I'm going to go check it out. Now, Trevor says, I want the old stuff for Tony on Spotify. Well, we might be, I might be able to take what Jim put on YouTube. and you, you can move, If you want to, Robin, you can move it to Spotify if you want to. Okay. I'll, I want to move it everywhere. I want it playing in Times Square on the big speakers. <laughs> on New Year's Eve, while, uh, while Ryan Seacrest is out there having his ball sucked by uh, Anderson Cooper on, uh, on CNN or ABC or wherever they do those shows. I want to hear that playing in the background. You know what I'm saying? Not that pre-recorded dance shit that they record in L.A. during the middle of the week and pretend that those people are actually dancing in a studio on New Year's Eve. I don't watch those shows anymore. They depress me. I used to love watching those uh, New Year's shows, but they're depressing to me. I don't know why. I don't know. I I think there was something nostalgic about it back in the, the 80s. Yeah, yeah, when Dick Clark was still there. You know, but now with all these slapdicks in there, like Anderson Cooper and... Anderson Cooper had the other dude who used to get... Oh, he had Kathy Griffin who used to get wasted. That was the best reason to watch that show. Because Anderson Cooper would get wasted because Kathy Griffin would pump him with alcohol. And Anderson Cooper's a lightweight. So that's the only reason. You're watching those shows for the train wreck. This is why people listen to this show. They want to go go off the rails. Well, and gladly, we'll be able to have a train wreck now that the the union signed that contract. Well, Well, I don't know if they signed it yet. Remember. is it a done deal? That's a done deal. Because it was supposed to be a done deal before the election. 
And then, hey, what, because there were eight unions, Luigi, and six of them approved the tentative agreement reached before, but two of them, the bigger unions in the railroads, they said no, and then Biden had to get back involved. And then, But I don't understand how Congress can pass a bill between a union that is not a government union and a, and a railroad company that is not run by the government, and he can force them to go in and accept a contract that they didn't want? That's the part that I don't understand. I'm not a, you know, I'm not a litigation lawyer, but from what I understand is that the, law, the two unions didn't like it and that Biden and his people, that he gets to a point because he's the president, said that there would be no, there would be no time off for sick days in the one that they turned down. And that's why they turned it down. Well, they got, in this one, there was one sick day. One sick day? One sick day. There was a 24% pay increase. Why would they, turn, why would they take a one-day one deal? Like a brick- Gap. This is like a bridge to gap until they can renegotiate kind of thing. So, Because they're more important than any politician. These people who run the rails and run our trucks, yeah. they're delivering everything. They're getting product around the country, not politicians yeah. in Washington from either party grandstanding and pretending they're heroes. These sons of bitches can't get anything right. Look, I mean, look, look like- at Elon Musk. Elon Musk is able to, to you know, put Tesla. Did you see the videos today? The tra- Tesla tractor trailers are already running. They're going 500 miles on one charge, loaded. You got to see Tesla's been posting these videos all day. They're going 500 miles on one charge. And from what I understand, when they stop, because they have to stop, right. all these drivers stop and they go take a leak, you know, take right. a shower. So you drive 500 miles, pretty much you're going to stop for gas right. if you have a regular gas running or yeah. diesel vehicle. <laughs> And but if, if you get 500 miles in a tractor trailer and you're carrying a load across the country or even mm-hmm. a couple thousand miles, you stop at 500 miles, you plug the truck in, and you take a nap, you pick up a lot lizard, you take her in the back, you bang her eyebrows out, and then you get back in the truck and you, you and roll saying, it again, man. They're saying that the, that the, big tr- the big semis can be recharged in like half an hour to 45 yeah, minutes. Yeah, and that's enough time to knock off a piece of you know, a lot lizard. You know, you get, you get a choice. You get a nice one. Maybe you, you settle for a skanky one that particular night. You know what I'm saying? Or you, you know, you grab a burrito. Exactly right. Or one of those rolling uh, taquitos. Or when you go into a pilot or flying yeah. J. It's your favorite you, thing. Now Tony. you've been in that truck, Luigi. You've driven trucks. You ever go yeah. into a flying J or a pilot in the middle of the road, and then you go inside and it's got not just one, not just one of those revolving it's grills with the, the hot, hot dogs. dogs. They got sausages of every make. They got Brand, pigs I mean, in a blanket. Oh, they got man. taquitos. They got oh, Tony loves. I pop them. a Woody when I go in there and see all those things turning around and around and around. Man, you talk about good, man. You want to talk about good? It's it's botulism <laughs> on a stick. That's right. Loves is another great place. Have you been into a Loves, Luigi? Have I been into a what? Loves? No. Loves is another one of those great truck stops, man. They got showers in there. Now, these no, are the big ones. I'm talking about the big ones. Hey, Jim, we're yeah. not going to keep you. Tony's doing <laughs> it to you again. Hey, like, hey, you're back on this again this week, Tony. And well, thank we'll you, Jim. Down the line. Thank you. We'll do Sunday morning. We're going to do the Stone Cold Locks with the great. We'll be on Sunday morning again. We'll be on yes. Sunday morning breaking down, giving you the Thanks, Stone Jim. Cold Locks. Yeah, take care, everybody. Thank you, Jim. See you, Jim. Uh, good uh, question from Brian Wagner, Luis. Does Flying J have a stall wall that doesn't have a, doesn't have a hole in it? You know, I'll have to check the next time I'm in the Flying J or or Loves or Circle K or any of those places. What's that? I thought Flying J was in WCW. The um, 
flying. So I will no. There's one thing that all those truck stops have and must have, and I love that they have them, and it's nostalgia, and they will forever be there. What's that? And that is rack of nudie mags, my friend. Yes, a rack of nudie mags. A rack of nudie mags, especially right off I-95. I don't know. I've been in a lot of those. I don't see them. They have them all covered now, though. I think right. They're, They're not. Sure. There, you don't see like jugs when you used to walk to a newsstand as a kid. And you'd see jugs and screw yeah. and weed. No, you know what no. Say, no. Stone, you know what you do? You go up to the front. T- you go up to the front counter. You said, and you say, uh, "I'm looking for a nudie mag." And the guy behind the counter says, "You know what he says? Moan back, moan back, bro, moan back, bro, moan back." Okay, wait, wait, wait. So they're not they're not out front. You actually have to go behind the counter. No, they're no, they're in the front. They're in the front. Uh, but just little kids go in there. You know, I've been in a million truck stops. Well, guess what? Fuck them kids. They're going to learn today. <laughs> Fuck them kids. They're going to learn some stuff finally. Though. Play action reel checking in from the desert. I got my wife's phone number from the Flying J. <laughs> so did I, as a matter of fact. Yeah, as long as none of those guys get a semi when those kids are around. I always okay. get a semi when I'm in there, man. Brian Blo- uh, Bri- Steve Krause says, Flying Brian was in the WWE. I don't remember him. Flying Brian Pillman, former Cincinnati Bengals. I did yes. not know that. Wow. I, 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 gotta did, give I you knew a, that, too. <laughs> I got to give you a roaring round of applause, Luigi. Holy shit, man. That is great knowledge right there. How did I not remember it? <laughs> it's something that ECW, Tony. got a cocaine bear. Was he in ECW? His, bro, his son is in AEW. Oh, AEW. Yeah, that's in Jacksonville with Tony Conference. Right? No, I know what it is. Wow, that is great. WWE knowledge. That's back when it was the WWF, though. Or was it WWE? Yeah, WWF. Oh, exactly. E was 2002. John from Mayfair says, you know, he wants to know if uh, these uh, places, they have the sausage with the veins in it. And I haven't really oh. looked that closely. But they, people have been posting a lot of these sausage in the blankets, and they yes. look like penises. Have you seen where they wrapped? Somebody posted a picture of all these sausages wrapped in bacon. Yes. And they look yes. like absolute... Thick cocks. Uncircumcised. Uncircumcised big cocks. You know what I'm saying? You know, one, one place in Connecticut does it, and there's a one place in Philly. Mike's Barbecue probably does it, too. Down there where they refuse to service, service the uh, Houston Astros in the World Series? Yeah, that, that place, joint. Yeah. That, that that place, yes. I'm not going to use the word that Luigi and I hate right now is John. That word oh. stinks. I haven't used, I, I've never used the word John, even when it was like flaming hot. It is the worst thing that ever came out of Philadelphia. Next yeah, to, uh, can't think of anything else worse than John. What else was bad? Luigi, growing up. The Wawa Sheets debate's always the worst thing that's Yeah, but nobody in Philly knows what Sheets is. There's no Sheets in there other than nobody that strapper, John Fetterman. Yeah, here's John Fetterman, right, who just got elected as the U.S. Senator from Pennsylvania, and he's on Twitter calling Sheets better than Wawa. Now, listen, I, I get it. He grew up in the, in the sticks up there in the middle of nowhere in bumfuck Pennsylvania. But how can you, as a senator who's representing the state, and Wawa is a Pennsylvania product, and it, it had a million stores, and now they're all closing down because of the crime in Philly, and then he's saying Sheets is better than Wawa. I get it as a personal preference from as a senator who's not even in office yet. He's out there saying sheets is better. First of all, you don't. There aren't many sheets in the Philadelphia area. You have to go south or north or west. I, I gotta be honest with you. I like the sheets. It's probably better than Wawa. I'm just gonna say. Yeah, you can like it's it, but but see, it's a lot cleaner. It's a lot fucking cleaner. I'll tell you that. 
Well, have you been to any clean stores in Philly? Have you been into a clean Wawa in Philly? No, because it's a disaster area. I went to a laundromat. It's a war. It's a war. It's a war. You go to the Wawa. You go to the Wawa's here. It, we had Wawa's here open during the hurricane, and I went in there, and it was spotless. And there were people in line there for gas do. for two miles, and there was no issues. The stores are clean. The people are happy to work there. You go into any, you know, go into Wawa or Sheets in the Philly area. The people don't even want to work there. They're doing you a favor. It's a dump usually. It is. It's a shithole, and you the can't only, even. And don't the go in there after ten o'clock. Cherry Hill, New Jersey. Exactly. Now where's where's uh where's uh where's Penny? Come on, man! I'm Jonesing for Penny. Not Penny Hardaway. Not Penny, no, not Penny Hardaway. Not Penny Marshall. But, um, not Penny Marshall either. Yeah. By the way, to- Tony, um, Jacob Degrom is going to the Texas Rangers. Now. I got yes. You know, who's excited about that. AJ, AJ in San Antonio. San Antonio. Speaking of San Antonio, I saw there was like a gigantic fire down there. Did you see that in San Antonio? I did not see that, but I did see the cocaine bear, which was I found out about it yesterday morning from my man Hollywood. Yeah, the, the, the cocaine bear. And now we have another movie uh, a, a preview to play. It is the new Indiana Jones movie. Have you seen that, the trailer for that? I, I'm going to be honest with you. Not a fan of it, honestly. Come on, Everyone man. The, thinks- the original ones, you know, back before. Yeah, the original uh, ones were fire. I, was, I, I loved every second of it. The one in 09 was okay. But I, I feel like I don't want to touch a Disney movie for a while, if you know what I mean, Tony. Well, just don't go to Disney. You don't want to touch anything down there, man. Because you know, I don't want. I don't. I don't want to go up to Orlando. Now there she the is. I'll go up there for. Look at that baby girl, Penny. Party. Look at Penny. Shout out to all my dogs in the LBC. By yeah, me. mad love. Shout out to all my dogs behind the wall, and of course, my favorite, one of my favorite dogs. And I've been around a lot of dogs lately. You know, I have my Robin Sun's dog, Indiana Bones. Not related yes. to Indiana Jones, beautiful dog. Not John Bone Jones. Not John Bone Jones. Look at look at Penny Robin. Look at Luigi. Good girl. Robbing that good girl. How awesome is Penny, man? Luigi, best, that's, bro. Penny is the greatest thing that ever happened to you, bro. The greatest What's that? thing. She's the greatest thing that ever came into your life, man. Other than me, of course, and Robin. She's on the Mount Rushmore. She's on the Mount Rushmore. Let's <laughs> <laughs> make a list. Luigi's best things have come into his life. <laughs> Number one, Woody Bruno. <laughs> Number two, Penny. No, Wawa, Wawa in the suburbs are good. I mean, Wawa's a great store. You, there, there's a, they're, they're building them every day here in Florida. They're exploding yeah. down here. And people I like them. right near one. My is with, with the like what Fetterman did is it's just stupid. He's just from that party's exactly side of the side of the state. That's all he's doing. That's it. That's it. Again, I don't care what he prefers, but when you're a Senator and you're going to, and then he was making fun of Wawa for closing down. Guess what? Mm-hmm. Douchebag. They're closing down because the city's an area where people can't can run a business anymore. People are running in there by the hundreds and trashing the place. Get your ass out of the goddamn coal mines and not your wife's ass out of her her head out of your ass. And I don't know why she would ever put her head anywhere near your ass. Damn. You talk about a thirst trap. Is this wife did, not a thirst trap? that happen? Is, that's the craziest thing ever. Have you seen John Fetterman's wife, Luigi? No, why? I mean, she, you know, she's like a Kardashian wannabe. You know, she really? glommed on to this morning, guy. The power. Exactly. She's, she wants to be the senator. Well, she's not from she's not from here. She's from a foreign country. I know she. I don't care about that. I know. I mean, are I'm we sure it's not a mail order bride that was popular? It could be. I don't know. I don't, I don't even know if those question. are his kids. But again, I don't know. I'm not asking for DNA tests. And put them on Mari. Let him go are on Mari sure? and find out. Print order and everything. Are we sure about this? Like, she's from, is she from Brazil? 
Brazil! You know, listen, if I saw her in a Sheets parking lot at 2 a.m., there's no way I wouldn't take her behind the Sheets and bang her right against the walls. Do it between the car washes. Yeah, you know, and she's, she's a tiny little thing, so she's a spinner, too. And I always try to picture her. Not Dana I, Perino. She's a spinner. Oh, absolutely. And I like a spinner every once in a while. You know, Robin's a tall drink of well, water. You know what, though? I what? think she might just look small compared to Frankenstein next to her. <laughs> I mean, seriously, like, I don't think she's that tiny. Yeah, she's not tall, Robin. I'm I'm just saying that I think that she Giselle looks like she's smaller than she really is because John is such a huge Frankenstein standing next to her. She's got to get on top. There's no way he's getting on top of that. You know what I'm saying? I mean, maybe doggy style. Maybe reverse cowboy reverse really? cowgirl. Is this something that really goes through your head? Yeah, when I see a like a grotesquely huge dude with a tiny chick what man or what woman does you? You don't think about him laying on top okay. of her, Robin. I, seriously, I have the answer. That reminds me of the Tony. yoga chick. Thank you. Yeah. Sometimes you got to go. Wait, Robin has an update now. I Let's go to the update. update desk. How how tall do you think she is? Five four, five three. Eh. She is five, actually five, six. only one inch shorter than I am. No, she's not. Yes, that's what she says. Well, that's what she says. She says a lot of things. She five seven. She's also five, no heels. No, I'm five ten. Hello, she's five nine. She says she's. She's five. not five nine. That's my. How old is he? How tall is he? Seven tape. feet. Did you get the tape? <laughs> I, I gotta be honest with you. I don't really fucking care. I don't care either. I'm just saying when you watch her stand, it's like when you see, like when Robin and I stood next to Greg Oden. I mean, the guy's a monster, and I'm six feet, two hundred pounds. Greg Oden looks like the Empire State Building next to me. John Fetterman is six foot eight. Yeah, he's a big dude. Can you play power forward for the Miami Heat right Maybe now? Maybe he can just walk out there and pretend he's playing center for the 76ers. You know what I'm saying? Just take up some space until he foul out. He could be like Sean Bradley. He'll, get it. he'll, he'll do the job. <laughs> <laughs> Would you look like you're just ready to fall asleep or just getting up, man? You all right? It's because I am very ready to fall Are you asleep. battered? Are you a battered performer? I am, I am a beaten, battered. and uh, It's freaking Friday night, man. I got Cheetos on call for myself soon. <laughs> By the way, we have a first quarter update in college football tonight. And I, before I left, I did a couple parlays, and I have a four-team college football championship weekend parlay. Before you go into that, yes. I want to find out why Trevor was jonesing. He's like hopping all over social media in, this, in the chat room going, get me on, get me on, pop me on. I was, I, you have I, breaking I news? Was, I, was, I was ready to say cocaine bear. You played it and stuff. Of course, we're all over I, that, man. I haven't seen Luigi in so long also. You He's think Luigi's this show is going to miss something like cocaine bear or the no, Santa Claus I, I, movie, I, I was going to forward it to you. And also, you guys are in my top five Spotify wrapped anyways. <laughs> How do my right. fantasy predictions do anyway? Am I like half, do I suck this year or what? I don't you've know. Been on point, you've been very on point with Justin Fields, by the way. What I go? What I say? Justin Fields will have more fantasy points than Aaron Rodgers this year. Did you uh, say that at the beginning of the year? Uh-huh. He did say that, yes. By the way, first quarter, you're USC Trojans leading Utah. The Ute 7-0. I have USC. I got Michigan, even though they lost a running back against Purdue. And if Michigan doesn't beat Purdue, even though they lost a running back, they suck. Michigan will beat, Ohio. Michigan will beat Purdue, no problem. That you, you would think, right? So, again, these aren't underdog picks. And then who are the other two games tomorrow? 
You got I, TCU, Baylor, I believe. No, T- it's TCU, TCU, Kansas State. TCU, yeah. Kansas State. So and I took got, I took TCU. So I took the I took the favorites. Did you take Clemson over North Carolina though? Absolutely. Okay. Now North Carolina's had a good year, and Clemson obviously. That's 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 a scary one. Yeah, that's a toss up game. I agree. That's that that's the one where I think I think Clemson get tripped up there because they North did Carolina, get they they did get they did lose the, their home winning streak finally. By the way, yeah. And you know, a lot of people are wondering about you know, Justin Fields, and you know he has his, the difference between like Justin Fields and Jalen Hurts is Jalen Hurts is a monster. You know, we mm-hmm. talk about quarterbacks who don't slide. Remember, uh, Arson Wentz wouldn't slide, right? But Jalen Hurts played multiple sports, so he knows how to slide to get out of trouble, and he knows how to run out of bounds. You notice you don't see you don't see Jalen Hurts taking a lot of hits. So he's he's big and he's strong, but Justin Fields is not that big. Kyler Murray's not that big of a guy. Well, Kyler Murray's not big. Justin Kyler Fields, Murray does not know what playbook Justin is. Is he is he is he's 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 a pretty he's a, he's a built quarterback. Oh yeah, I'm not he, saying Fields is a skinny little scrawny guy. Plays with the same reckless abandon as Andrew Luck did, and you can't do that. The thing is, like Fields is so athletic and he's 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 incredible to watch, but. Upstairs, like he just doesn't have it. You got to get the fuck down. You can't be taking these hits. Like, I agree. Hurts is big enough to, to barrel into the end zone, but he's smart enough to get out of bounds to get down. Exactly. That's the. Di- you're absolutely right. You nailed mm-hmm. it, Luigi. That's the difference between smart guys. Remember, people are quiet. Oh, all oh, oh, Jalen Hurts does is run. And now you can see he's got the full package. He can throw the deep ball. He can throw all across his body. He can make all the plays, man. He can do the short passes. He can do the, the he- RPOs. The three the much best all- ever. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. I'm sorry. I was there's a bit of a lag, but if you can say all he does is run, but when he runs, he runs intelligently. He doesn't yeah. run with like an idiot. He he, he runs because like he's got 20 yards of green grass in front exactly. of him. Exactly, but he he's down. He's not doing like Michael Vick a long time ago. My, Michael Vick couldn't slide because like what Vick said. He goes, "I'm running too fast. Yep. I can't stop the exactly. slide." Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. No, you're right, and that's what that's why Jalen Hurts is an MVP candidate because people didn't question this guy; they questioned the draft pick, and now you're seeing him and Tua, two Alabama quarterbacks who are both very mobile and can do everything. These guys can do everything; they're not just running quarterbacks. These are guys who can make unbelievable throws, you know, and they're the future of the league. I'm not saying Justin Fields sucks, but you know, look, the guy who really impressed me the other night was the kid in in Green Bay, Jordan Love. I mean, how about Jordan good. Love being thrown out into that game and making unbelievable throws, man? I mean, he lo- he really looked impressive the other night, and he's the future. But uh, we know that uh, Green Bay is going to start. Aaron Rodgers is going to start again this weekend. Would you be surprised they trade Aaron Rodgers at the end of this year, or are they going to keep him, you think? I don't I know. I think he's gone. So I, I think retire. he's deuces I, or that. On. Yeah, I mean, why would you want to keep playing? Love doesn't suck. Come on now, Penguin AZ. You know it would be funny? Oh, he is a Packer fan, by the way. So. I know he is. Know where he could go, and it would be fucking sick. Where Detroit? I was gonna say the Jets. Detroit. Justin Fields That's got a good defense. No, Aaron Rodgers. Oh, Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Yeah. Playing inside. Yep. He's in the dome now, rather than outside. He's in a division that he knows forwards and backwards, and still owns. And Detroit. They're like an Aaron Rodgers away from potentially being a playoff team the way that division is going. I mean, you're going to tell me they couldn't overtake Minnesota with an Aaron Rodgers at the helm? Yeah, but they got to get their offensive line straightened out, too. But they're playing. Listen, Detroit's playing. Detroit, to me, 
is legit. I mean, that's a team that's got a lot to build on, and I love their coach, and you saw it. They play harder. That's what you want. You want to see a team with young players, you know, and a great coach who has his players. The players believe in it. It's like Sirianni. He's a young guy. He's like these players believe in his shit. Yes. I would like that, honestly. Minnesota. It's like the same thing with Aaron going to Detroit. Yep, I agree. I agree. But he has to do a sit in the Jets, though, which I kind of want to see happen, though. Yeah, it's been a crazy year. I mean, look at how bad the Rams suck. And I know they have injuries. They stink. And now now people are wondering whether they're even going to keep their quarterback in Los Angeles. The guy who went from Detroit, Matthew Stafford, won, you know, won a Super Bowl, but now the entire team has collapsed around him. Well, Tony, I mean, they have, they've got problems in the offensive line. They have everywhere. They've defensive cut, line too. They've cut their running backs. They have no healthy wide receivers whatsoever. Yep. I agree. I mean, there's no doubt. But, but, they got problems, man. But, but they've they gone from, a, they're the first Super Bowl first team. You know, for, Super Bowl teams come back and you know, don't make the playoffs or don't have a great year. But nobody's come out of a Super Bowl and won three games the following year. I mean, this is embarrassing. Embarrassing. This is like it's it's the the only thing I can think of is that O three Bucks team, but they missed the playoffs anyways. They were like not not seven and nine. Yeah, but they weren't sitting at three and eight. No, that's like probably yeah. the only one I could think of. Yeah. Uh, well, and they're gonna and listen. I, I mean, you got a question too, like how much you know with Stafford out, you lose Cup, you lose Stafford. Yeah, absolutely. Head, you lose all these things. You got to wonder, like, and and with how much, how hard is McVeigh really? Does he want to be there? Because, I mean, he's got $30 million a year sitting there waiting for him to go go do TV. You know what I mean? Because he can go, I can walk away from this dumpster fire any fucking time I want. Yep. It doesn't matter. No, I agree so, with you. And he's got chunky, I, and he's got chunky soup. That shit's going to dry up, man. You know, when your mm-hmm. team sucks, you know, McVay was a hot property. And he's still, I don't want to say he can't well, coach. If I, if, if I were them, you have you have a quarterback in Matt Stafford that you went out and got who was an aging quarterback, but you got every bit of juice left in that guy. You got You got out of him. And you don't have much more time with him. The rest of your team on offense, aside from Cooper Cup, is going to be coming back from injuries in shambles. Yep. And, but your defense is good. If I was them, this is a time where you tear it the fuck down. I mean, and build it back up. I mean, take whatever you can. Trade Jalen Ramsey. Trade whatever you can. You yep. know what I mean? And Trade get picks back as possible and start new because you're going to need a new franchise quarterback. You're going to need wide receivers. You need at least two wide receivers. Yep. You need two offensive linemen. And you need help in the fucking secondary. You, got, you need a lot of pieces. So you're in a turnaround. You're in a transition. You're going to lose your coach. You might as well just fucking start all over. Yeah. By the way, I got it. You uh, went all in. You got the Super Bowl. You got the ring. It's L.A. They're, they're not even going to remember you're in town in the next three weeks. Who gives a shit? They'll go to the Charger game anyways, which the Chargers Dolphins the hottest ticket in L.A. next weekend. Anyways. Absolutely. By the way, I got to pivot to uh, some music tonight now because we've been really music deficient on the program tonight. We gave you a couple of music we gave me a couple of movie previews. Mm-hmm. We still have another one. I want to show you the Indiana Jones movie coming out next year. Whip it good. And there's a lot of. I mean, you know what makes the movie good? The sound, the the, the the you know the soundtrack, the special effects and shit. But what's his face is 80 years old. Should we play this now? Um, we were gonna say goodbye to Trevor first. Okay, Trevor. Robin's giving you the bums oh, rush, bro. That's, that's, that's fine. fine. Luigi, thank you. Tony, I got to text you. All right, we want to thank Luigi because Robin asked Luigi, hey, man, you know, I don't know if I'm going to be able to make it through the show. And we we appreciate you doing it, man. So thank you so much. We appreciate you and your hair coming on the show. Where's Sir Lawrence? Is Sir Lawrence here? No, Lily. Where's my boy, dude? Where's my boy? Who, Riddle? 
Where's my boy, man? I ain't seen my boy in Riddle fucking two years. Right there. Riddle's over there. See him? My man. Riddle sleeps with us every night, man. He is the lovingest cat ever. You know what I'm saying? And that's Lily right there. And there's Riddle over there. I got a cat, or I'm getting a cat, or this cat, that cat. I go, that cat ain't got shit on Riddle. No, Riddle's the greatest cat of all time, man. Forget about Top Cat. Forget about uh, Bobcat. Bobcat, Goldthwait. Say hi to everybody. There's Lily. That's the mommy. That's my mommy right there, man. Forget about Heathcliff. Forget about all those motherfuckers. Don't forget the Scat Cat with uh, Paula Abdul. I said Scat Cat. Man. Did you say Scat Cat? Okay. Not Tomcat. Not Tomcat. Not Tomcat Alley. No. But the, I guess the best cat of them all, Felix the Cat. Don't forget Felix the Cat. That was a bad mofo, man. Yeah, he, he had his own... Um... That was a porno thing, too, Felix the Cat, right? What? Yeah, he was like a what? jinxy cat. No, there was, like, there was all kinds of X-rated Felix the Cat cartoons out back in the day. Tony, you know there's X-rated everything. I know there matter. are, but you know, I'm feeling, if not you Cat Stevens, it, yes, thank you. I mean, that's Rule 64 of the internet. Exactly. Steph, uh, what's his name now? Yousef, some shit or whatever. No, he went back to Cat Stevens, I think, right? Didn't is he go he up on a to mountaintop? Ser- I think he came back. Not the Stray Cats band. Thank no, you, Stephen. No, is Rubin. he back to being Cat Stevens? I don't think no. so. I think he's still Yusuf. I love the Thunder Thunder. Thunder Cat. Oh, this is what drop we haven't played in a couple of weeks, and I want to thank the Penguin AZ for bringing this up. You're going to love this, Luigi. So I have a whole board now of just political drops from everybody, you know, Trump and yeah. Obama and all these other great characters. But this is my favorite one. We did this two weeks ago because we were talking about we were talking about Turbo something. And then I heard Joe Biden say, this is what he said. Turbocharge. Turbocharge. <laughs> Remember that one, Luigi? Turbocharge. Turbocharge. Yeah. That's pretty good. That's you like that good. one? All right, Luigi. Thank you for saving me tonight. Uh, it was my pleasure. It was awesome. Good night, yeah. everybody. I got one last thing to say to you, Luigi. Hey, shut the fuck up or go outside, all right? <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Ladies yes. and gentlemen, put your hands together All right, for the great yeah, Luigi Curdo, ladies and gentlemen. All right, everybody. And then, of course, Penny. Don't forget Penny. Take care of her on the way out tonight. <laughs> of course, don't forget Into the Nightcap is coming up Yes. right after the show. And we haven't really... And Fritz the Cat was the cartoon porno. Thank you, John Bonacorsi. It was Fritz the Cat who was the X-rated version of Felix the Cat. Thank you very much, John. That's great South Philly porno cat knowledge. I, seriously? You, you got to find Fritz the Cat, Robin. Fritz the Cat had sex scenes, yes. Yes, he did. I'm going to have to go on to X Hamster to watch it. Yeah, it's funny that Fritz the Cat's on an X Hamster, Hamster site. Or on Not porn, Felix the Cat Pot Van. The or former, XNXX.com or some kind of... I'm, I'm going to have to go on a porn site. The Nine Lives of Fritz the Cat? Oh, it really is. It is. Yeah, like it's hardcore, cartoon. man. And the dude was packing. I mean, he was thick. He had to be a black cat because the dude was thick. He had, you talk oh, about BBC. I don't want to watch this. Just give me a taste, Robin. I know. Hold on. Hold We're on. We're not allowed to play it on the air because it's got it's pornographic, right? Well, if it's Even cartoon, it's, it's cartoon fornication. Because uh, we're not, we know that's the good thing about being on the internet is we don't have the FCC breathing down our nets, our necks. Um. I'm trying to figure out what what I'm looking at. <laughs> Not Mr. Bigglesworth. John said he saw it in a drive-in 50 years ago. 
Fritz the Cat. You have a little Fritz the Cat, Robin, we can play tonight? Just to titillate people, get them ready in the mood. By the way, Shabbat Oops, Shalom. That's the wrong Oh, that's the wrong cat right that's, there. That's wrong. That's Lily Cat. That's Lily Cat. Hang on. She doesn't do porn, but she okay. did crank out a bunch of babies. Okay, this is Fritz the Cat. Can we have sound? Um, yeah, hang on. Look at those bitches, man. Here we go. This is like late 60s, early 70s. Mid 70s. Okay, let me see if I can fast forward to a good part. Right now, here it comes. Why does a great actor like James Earl Jones always have to play black men? Don't you hate it when people say colored or Negro and not black? Black is beautiful. It's so great that black people are wearing their hair natural, not emulating the image of beauty that white people try to inflict upon them. I had a black girlfriend once who said that Jewish people were the closest to black people. I'm Jewish, you know. I ain't no jive-ass black nigger, honey. Wow. wow. I, I am. Geraldine. Wow. And so that was a crow. Yes. Not the black crows. Okay, no. But he was a black crow. He was... Okay. Okay, wait. Here, let's skip to... We'll take it. We'll take it. This way, group. Come along now. Was this where he bangs all these cats? He does like a four-way? I think so, in the bathtub. Okay. Oh, he's in the tub. Oh, he's pulling off their tops. That's what I'm talking about. Closeness like this, can we all come to know each other? Yes, right. Very good, Winston, darling. Naked closeness, true. You are a perceptive girl. Closeness. We must all get very close. Now, why is he look like a normal cat, and then those cats have because they're the pussy cat dolls? They always look different. He's a big cat. And fulfillment of our hidden desires. I'm very. We reach the truth. Fulfillment. John from Mayfair. I'm so fucking turned on right now. Oh, now she's riding him. Oh, no, he's oh. doing it. Oh, that reminds me of my hot tub in Venice Beach. Okay, Weston. Uh, here come the truth. I don't even know what the F we're watching right now. We're watching a cat bang three chicks at the same time. In a hot in a bathtub. And you down that's right, down like that. That's right, right That's what I'm talking about. Now he's at this is what I mean. Okay. Ready everyone. Here we go. Pussy. He got cat pussy, he got white pussy, he got Asian pussy. Pussy is awesome. Uh oh, here comes a rat. Hey man. All that pussy. For Christ's sake, what what do you want? Yeah, Master Splinter wants some. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, wait, we got an that? orgy now. Will you get out of here? We're seeking after the truth. It's my bathtub, man. What is that? I don't know. Don't an eagle? To that, Fritz. He got a Jesus complex. <laughs> oh, I know it. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Uh, only close the door, we're modest. Oh, wow, we got an orgy. Now, now there's more cats. A that ride is Dr. Fauci, yeah. God, God, I'm there, I'm there. You really there? How, how is it? I'm, oh, I'm speechless. It? That's funny. I'm not there anymore. Then Dr. Fauci came in and told him to put on masks and condoms. Let's talk about it. And then they got monkeypox after this, which is even weird. Okay, wait. Hey. Oh, and oh now we got a popo. We got a pig in there now. Police officer. Big pig, a pig oh. cop. Anyway, that's enough. That's enough of that. Everybody got off.
But there's right. nothing better. That's a great cartoon sex orgy scene. You don't get that much, much. But now, uh, let's bring somebody that is an expert on vintage. No, on vintage um, advertising and movies and cartoons. The great maybe, Stephen Luker. The great Stephen Luker. I maybe. wonder if he ever saw Fritz the Cat and if he ever I has never incorporated heard of Fritz the, the Cat. I, I said Felix the Cat, but my boy John Bonacorsi says that he, re, he reminded me of the name, and it was Fritz the Cat. Have you used Fritz the Cat, Steve, in any of your retro shows? Yeah, we have not gotten into Fritz the Cat yet at all. <laughs> well, you're welcome, Steve. You can, you can now add we'll it to We'll take it as a suggestion for our next show. <laughs> There was there was a my list. I have my clipboard that you putting down Fritz the Cat Marathon clipboard that's yeah. (laughs) So now our shows are being uploaded on YouTube because of AJ Johnson and the the Bleacher Brothers. They're uploading our shows for people to watch on YouTube. Beautiful. Where is he tonight? I don't see him on the board. He is going. Get this. His daughter. Goes to a special like arts uh-huh. school. Yeah, we met her. She's and, inc- incredibly um, talented. The older classes they put their own like Hollywood style movie um, throughout the year. They film it and then it's premiered at the Regal Films. Down- Not the Regal Beagle, of course, no. where they used to go on on Freeze Company. So they actually premiere it at a real movie theater. Wow! I know. So they're at the premiere wow. of this movie. Beautiful man, beautiful. Always the girl in glasses. You notice that in that film? The chick with the glasses was the freakiest of them all, right? Yep. The ones that are quiet and you think they're not going to do anything, they're the ones who go absolutely bananas. Oh, look, I'm wearing glasses. Yes, you are. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. Even Oprah was watching that. You know, her, you know what she said, right? Exactly right, man. Exactly right. Well, Steve, so the Browns what, officially what do you have, have Deshaun up? Watson starting this week. Yes, Deshaun Watson will be out. What's the number in that game? Because I had the odds, and now I can't find them. That's going to be one of the big games of the um, weekend. It's see. Cleveland against Houston, right, this weekend? Yep, in Houston. In Houston. Hello. <laughs> yeah, so he's getting his return back into Houston. I wonder if he'll get the, the you know, don't I hope they don't rub him. I hope the fans don't rub him the wrong way. You know what I'm saying? I hate to use that, but that's a bad joke. Man. You get it, Robin? Rub him the wrong way? I wonder if they'll have his own massage massage table in the back room so he doesn't get frisky anymore during the game. You know what I'm saying? Except when they pull the, if they have to use the blue medical tent and they then close it and he comes out and there's like three strippers in there. Wouldn't that be something? Let's go down to the field and find out what's going on. So this, it's minus seven for Cleveland on spread, plus seven on Houston on spread. Money line, negative 330 for Cleveland, plus 270 for Houston on money line. Over 46 and a half for the Browns and under 46 and a half for Houston. There you have it. USC, by the way, is now still leading Utah seven to three in the Pac-12 championship game, as I keep an eye on that. And and the tickets for that game is $30, the cheapest they're listing is $30 for the Browns and Texans game. 
Wow, that's that's a pretty cheap ticket. Yeah. I get you know when you're a Houston Texans I mean, fan. Is, I mean, the Texans yeah. have nothing to play for, and you obviously want to see a guy that yeah. you spent a lot of money to get and gave up a lot to get. And so, if he's going to play, I can't believe. I mean, what else does Houston have going on right now? You know, the Rockets. Um, let's see how the Rockets are doing. Rockets are five and sixteen. Yeah, they stink. In the Western Conference. They stink. So, I mean, it's not like yeah. people are all fired up to go see the Houston Rockets. The Houston Cougars college basketball team, though, is good again. And I know my buddy uh, AJ in San Antonio is all over the Houston Metroplex, Dallas, Fort Worth, uh, Southern, Southwest Texas, Northwest Texas State environment down there in the great state of Texas. You know what I'm saying? Yep. And the Cougars are the number one. I'm in the men's basketball rankings this year. Right yeah, now. you're a Houston Cougars. Not since the back, back days back in the. Do you remember those great Houston uh, Cougar teams that won the national championship? Do you remember that with Elajuan and Dexler? Oh yeah, that was a great, great team, man. That was a great. I remember that. I remember yeah. that championship game like it was yesterday. That's when all these guys were. Yeah, I we, mean, there's a lot of guys who were number one draft picks in the NBA. You know, you had the. You know, you had the BYU. I mean, you had the. Uh, uh, the the guys in in uh, in Las Vegas, the, you know the NL. The, yeah. the, uh, why can't I, UNLV teams that had those monster players are all yeah. NBA guys? And that Houston Cougar team, man, they had studs up and down the entire lineup on the bench in the locker room outside in the streets. They were phenomenal, man. Yeah, and then I was wa- okay. There was a couple weeks ago, I was watching a BYU Hawaii game. It was seventeen fifteen at halftime. At the end of the first half, game score finals like 61 59 in overtime. No scoring game. But that, you know, you're on the West like Coast. Turnover after turnover. You're on the West Coast. So that game's still, you know, early enough that it's on the air starting at nine. On the East Coast, those games start at midnight. And the only people watching those Hawaii yeah. games are all the degenerate gamblers on the East Coast who lost their asses earlier in, in college basketball, college uh, football games. And they, they they throw it all on the line on that Hawaii game late night, trying to get some of that money back. Yeah, I was at a college basketball game like last week at my lo- the local junior college. It was before six minutes before half. It was forty three eighteen. Yeah, it's crazy, man. It is just yeah. yeah that's fly sa- jam- yeah, fly sama jamma man slamma jamma. Remember yeah. that team, man. And now, and now in the junior college rules, if you flop, it's an automatic technical foul. Is it called the LeBron rule now, right? LeBron is the... Uh, Maybe. LeBron flopped. I mean, it obviously, there were guys... Like, I remember Vladdy Divac, and most of those European players would flop all the time. But no, LeBron has yeah. taken flopping to the next level. Let's be honest. Yes, he is. He has. Wait, now, John from yeah. Mayfair says, Luker's camera reminds me of flipping through a scrapbook. Now, you got a lot of motion going on in there. Now, what does that T-shirt say? KCBB20? It's big, um, it was the KC person from Big Brother. I didn't I'm know him. Her little, I know. I just watched her on Big Brother, and she's a woman football player out here in, San, in the California area. I did not know that. Wow. Yeah. There's women's football leagues and everything. You're not getting this kind of information on any other show. Yeah, I wear a lot of crazy stuff. I have a lot of stuff I pick out. There's also also former good players in that 
stacked Houston team. We had like Clint, like Joe Young. All, there's a huge, huge list for Houston players. Yeah, they're, they're a good team, and it's good to see Houston good again. It's good to see any. I mean, we had yeah. a big five in Philly. They had a big five doubleheader the other day at the Palestra, one of the greatest basketball venues in the country. Forget about Pauley Pavilion. Pauley Pavilion is just basically a, a multi-purpose gym that's used for volley. You go into Pauley. The first time I ever walked into Pauley Pavilion, I was expecting this mecca of basketball. John Wooden, all the great UCLA teams from back in the day played there. Yeah. And then you walk in there. And it looks like a high school gym that has it has a volleyball lines, it's got the lacrosse lines, and it's got basketball lines. And I'm saying this is Pauly yeah. Pavilion. Damn. Yeah, like, and they even have a strict no water bottle rule in there. You can't bring your own outside water bottle into Pauly Pavilion. Yeah, I mean, I, I get that. I was... But but Pauly so Pavilion was so really. I... Uh oh, you're frozen here. Look, Stephen was frozen. I... Do you see? He was like frozen in time. Wasn't that a movie, Robin? The, one of the musicals yes. that you like? Steven, you're you're starting to cut out. We're gonna unfortunately we're gonna have to let you go and we're almost to the end of the show anyway. Okay. Exactly. Love you, Steven. Steven. Don't forget Bye. to catch Steven on Mondays. Mondays and Thursdays here on No Filter Network. The retro shows with the great Steven Luker. You know what I'm saying? Now Joe Quills checks in. I hear the technical foul is rescinded if you can prove that you can read more than one page of a book in the LeBron rules. So if a player flops yeah. and, they're hand, and they're given a technical, then the official will bring over a book, book. and see if the player can read more than one page. And then if he can. And then, then if he can, they, they rescind it and, I'm and sure it gets back in. 99% of them are just fine. Exactly right. Except for LeBron. Except for LeBron. Utah's up 14 to 3. I mean, USC's up 14 to 3. This is the first time I've actually bet on college football all year, and I did it on Monday. Because we had to leave town. So once I left Philly and New Jersey, you know, I'm shit out of luck again on my draft. But I was going crazy on DraftKings, Robin. We went to Maryland on Wednesday before Thanksgiving. Yes, I know. I was like a kid in a candy store. I was like the Sean Watson in a massage you parlor. You were man. paying attention to your DraftKings account more than anything else. That no, week. I wasn't. I was, I was I, my grandsons. I was all over them. Come on, man. Don't give um, me any of that crap. I'm trying to make some damn money. Before we go tonight, Tony. What? I know this has been the night of movie trailers. We got to play the Indiana Jones? We have to play the Indiana Jones trailer. Now, I watched this trailer. You know, and to me, I love the Indiana Jones. The Crystal Skull, Skull one, they went too far. But there's a question that you, when you watch this trailer, it's obvious, you know, that, that what's his face? Harrison Ford. Harrison Ford. Is eighty years old. Yes. So you can't play a guy who runs through chasing you know, no. boulders falling. No, in. I mean he's he's like um, Sean Connery who played his dad. Right. Exactly. Point. You know he's a he's a little bit of doddering. He's doddering just a tad. Exactly. And the bottom line is, you know, he's eighty years old, but they probably throw threw so much money at him, you know. But they have to kill off the character some way, right? It's one of those movies you just can't say, oh, Indiana Jones ended. So, I mean, sometimes you can, but the woman who's producing it. For Disney mm-hmm. is the same woman who destroyed the Star Wars franchise, yeah, Kathleen Kennedy, well. and she destroyed the Ghostbusters franchise with the all more. women version of it. She did something else too. This does not bode well for this movie. And again, I don't mind involved. women like the James Bond. They want to make a woman James Bond. A woman can't be James Bond. A woman can't be Indiana Jones. And the female version of Indiana Jones was who? 
Laura Croft, Tomb Laura Croft, Raider, yeah. right? Yep, yep. So it's not like women aren't uh, portrayed as superheroes right. or or people who crawl through the jungle. I love chicks in the jungle, man. They get all dirty, get down in the mud. Sort of like that Fritz the Cat scene, except it's dirtier because <laughs> you don't have a bathtub. Duncan Tattoo. Dora, Dora the Explorer. Dora the Explorer. Kim Possible. Yeah. Okay. The, the porno well, version is like in Diana Jones. Now, that was a good movie. I, I missed in that Di- one. <laughs> it's another one I've missed. Jeez. It what wasn't have a I real movie, but that's brilliant by Brian Wagner. If there was going to be a porno, it would be in Diana Jones. Oh, you get please. it, Robin? You know that there probably there is. There was. One. I didn't see that one, though. Now. <laughs> I'm going to play this commercial or this trailer. This is the Indiana Jones. You know what it's called? Make sure. I don't get this. It's called Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny, like dial soap, like dial body wash, know. like dial deodorant. Let's I- go to the tape. Oh. I miss the desert. I miss the sea. And I miss waking up every morning, wondering what wonderful adventure the new day will bring to us. Those days have come and gone. Perhaps, perhaps not. I don't believe in magic. A few times in my life, I've seen things, things I can't explain. And I've come to believe it's not so much what you believe. It's how hard you believe it. This man. I'm her godfather. Related. Get back. No. There it is. What do you think, Robin? I'm, I mean, obviously, I'm going to go see it. I'm. How do you not go see what is going to be the final Harrison Ford, Indiana Jones, when you've seen all the other ones? Well, I have my dial of spring water here, so I'm ready for it. I will take my Indiana Jones and the dial of destiny. Sounds like a porno. Now, Duncan Dad says the full title was Indiana Jones and the Temple of Poon. Now, that, I, I have to get that. How do I not have that? I don't know. In my DVD collection. I do not know, Tony Bruno. Now, people are, you know, people are ripping it. You know, is, is Indiana Jones going to be replaced by a woman? No. I, I don't think so. But what I've read today is that they've shot alternate endings, one where he dies, because they have to kill off the character, right? Right. If they're going to replace him with somebody, it's not going to be a woman. Not because I don't think a woman should replace him, but I don't think a woman should replace Indiana Jones. What happened to What's-His-Face, who was his son or his... Remember Shia LaBeouf? Wasn't no, he in it? Shia an Indi- LaBeouf was in the movie, but the original young Indiana was, I think it was Christian Slater. Are you sure? 
Young Indiana Jones. Hold on. Young Indiana Jones. Was it Jones. River Phoenix? River Phoenix. That's what, that's the, what that Duncan Dad came up. River, but River Phoenix. Phoenix isn't alive, Robin, so he alive. can't play. Well, that's what I said. I said whoever was playing him was dead. That's what I, we were talking about it earlier today. So, and it was brilliant, and he would have been able to do it. And then, but why not Shia LaBeouf? Shia LaBeouf is insane now, probably. Sean right? Patrick Flannery, however, played Indiana Jones Chronicles on, I think it was a series, and he would have been perfect to take over for Harrison Ford. And, and what they've done in the movie, I read it because they made him, they made him look younger in a lot of the parts. I think those are clips from previous movies. No, I read that they actually made him look younger. And they use clips from previous movies. Right. I mean, he but did. they also, in some of the scenes, because you mm. see they did, they've done it in a lot of movies, where they'll take people who are really old and they'll try to make <laughs> them younger. Mayfer. Well, you take your chances with an 80-year-old actor. You better have alternate endings during filming. Yeah, so uh, Shia LaBeouf was busy filming Holes Part 2. Whatever happened, Shia LaBeouf went from way up there well, down to what the hell happened to that he guy. He went through a major <laughs> mental... Well, doesn't everybody in Hollywood... Yeah, well, I mean, he was like up there with Ye, 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 Kanye. And, and Duncan Dad nails it. Remember the movie The Irishman where they made De Niro and all these guys yeah. look younger? Yeah. They can do anything in Hollywood now. Thank you, Duncan Dad. That's good movie knowledge right there, man. But anyway, you know, you know, what, you know what makes those movies? Obviously, the, the one thing they shouldn't do is have what's-his-face fly an airplane. That's one no. thing you don't want him doing. Hell no. Maybe they should have him uh maybe they should have him end it all trying to land in the <laughs> Temple of Doom again or the Temple of Poon. And the chick who's now that chick is supposed to be his goddaughter. Some British chick. And these British British chicks all look and act the same to me. Hey, Tony. They're all brunettes. I'm very sorry, but I'm I've reached my limit. I'm sorry. Helena's her name, the goddaughter. This chick's name is Phoebe Waller-Bridge. Enough with the hyphenated names, everybody. Everybody's name is hyphenated now, Robin. Robin's got to go, everybody. Yeah, I'm done. Harrison Ford, ladies and gentlemen. And again, we want to thank everybody. I got to thank Miss Robin. Obviously, she hasn't been feeling well. She, uh, what do we call it, soldiered right through. Yep, my four-hour um, cough medicine has just worn off. Robin's going to have to take this bottle right now and just probably get it down to the label right here. Just do that. Swig, couple of swigs. No. Get in bed. This, this stuff, you only take what they give you or the, what they prescribe. Overdosing is bad. Yeah, I'm, I'm joking. We're not going to overdose. Although I do drink NyQuil, I just take a shot. I don't take the little container thing and put it in. Anyway, be careful out there, all right? The flu is going around. It's not Vicks Formula 44. This shit's heavy duty, man. This is Promethazine, which was a bad movie about uh, like, like Transformers out in the ocean. In the meantime, don't drink and drive. Have a great weekend, everybody. It's December. Be careful out there. And you got the flu, your RSV, your BBC, your LMNOP, your LGBTQ, and all the other initials that you love. We love you. And we want to thank you again for listening tonight. Don't forget, Into the Nightcap, coming up next right here on No Filter. Check out the boys. They'll be off the, off the charts once again. In the meantime, God bless America. It's still the greatest country on earth. Good night to all the postmen who call it out address. With welcome little letters, their tomato H-A-S.
Jemmies. Good night to all the firemen, we hope you're safe and well. Although you go to blazes every time you ring your bell. Good night, everyone, you've earned your daily bread. Good night, and so to bed. Get up! Get up! I am pissed off. What up? To all the highbrows, we think it is a lark To play what we are playing when you're wanting Mr. Mark Good night to all our authors who write us books galore And though we don't know which is best, we know one who is sure Good night everyone, you've earned your daily bread Good night and so to bed Fuck you, Dr. Fauci to taxi drivers who drive us day and night and never lose their tempers but are always most polite good night to everybody we haven't named before just make a rhyme up for yourselves we don't know anymore good night everyone you've earned your daily bread good night and so to bed turbo charge so spare me the bullshit Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.